show may contain massive amounts of entertainment. L- listener discretion is advised. KSL starts now. 877-KYLE-424. KyleLive.com is our website. I want to say that on every single show. Guys, thank you for tuning in live on Ustream. Ustream.tv slash KyleLive and on our audio feeds across the globe. Here live with Allison Tyler, Allison M. Tyler, excuse me, and Ryan Douglas <laughs> Basford. Hey, what's my middle name? Marie. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty good, right? Yeah. Thank you. And my dad is listening right now, so he'll appreciate you throwing in the middle name, which is also his name. Really? Yes, he is. Okay, I Hello. like that. Hello, Douglas Basford for joining in. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, guys, huge thanks to people who have donated. This is Yay. unbelievable, actually. Our last show... Uh, we had a bunch of people donate to us, and uh, if you don't know a little bit about that, you can go to KyleLive.com. There's a donation thing on there, and people who donate, we appreciate it because that's how we keep the show going. Uh, this is uh, this is important, so appreciate that, guys. Uh, the Beauty Bag winner from Beauty Collections, we're going to announce that winner at the end of the show, so you're going to have to stick around for a little bit, and we'll find out who that is. It's somebody who I love. Me? No, you didn't win the Beauty Bag. <laughs> Good guess, though. That'd be funny. What if we did choose Allison to like win the beauty bag? What's like, in it? There's a, lo- a whole uh, bunch of like beauty things. Maybe apparently. I'll steal it. Random beauty things from beauty collection, I think, dot com or something like that. Oh. Beauty collection. Probably should know that. I better I not see that over at Kathy's house next time. I'm there. Right. Well, not saying next time I'm not there, but. And our I- winner is X Kathy David X, uh, the beauty bag uh, from beauty collection. And uh, no, that's all right. So check it out, guys. I just want to just tell you guys a little bit about this. This morning, I woke up at like 7 a.m. in a sweat. I literally had bad dreams about the show and producing it with Ricky. I freaked out. I woke up in a cold sweat thinking that we didn't start on time. We were like a half hour late. So it was like 8 p.m. Pacific and all the cues weren't working. So when I went to go like start the show, it didn't work. It scared the living daylights out of me. I woke up sweating. I was like, man, I think I need to change my boxers because this is... Well, I had a dream that you had us here. You decided you wanted to do a, a pre-show for 10 hours leading up to the real <laughs> show. And you're like, come on, let's just keep going over it, going over it. I go, Kyle, I have a, I have a job. You know, I, have to, I have to go work at Chelsea. And you go, priorities, Ryan, priorities. And I was like, what do I do? And Nate, you were there. And you said, man, you're making a mistake. And I went to go because I went to go to work. <laughs> it's funny because the show takes over your life. Oh. It really does. And that's, I, I, I appreciate that you had a 10-hour. Maybe we'll do that one day. We'll have a 10-hour pre-show. To raise money we'll for generosity water or something. Nothing left to talk about when it comes time to the show. Yeah, we'll be like, oh. uh, Well, we just talked about everything else, so. Exactly. Would you do a 10-hour show, Allison? Sure. If, if we like did it for raising money for a charity, that'd be really cool. I, I like a marathon, right? A marathon. Yeah. That'd be sick. Get some people in here to perform. We should do yeah. it. You know what I like? I like Operation Smile. I wasn't planning on talking about this today, but it was a perfect chance. Have you guys heard about that one? Yes. Yeah, they, they, the Cleft Lip the uh, organization. Your friend, your family, I think the Simpson family gets into that too, they right? They do, yeah. Yeah, that and well. Smile Train. And uh, I just, right. you know, you, you wait, you see a charity that really kind of uh, means something to you. That one, the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, that's really cool. Right. You know, that, I, I like Operation Smile. It's a big I deal. Well, it's crazy. That's all these kids want is a smile. That's right. it. Something that every person takes for granted. It's understandable why you take it for granted because we're all lucky enough to have that. But uh, exactly, yeah, that really that'd be great to help that one day soon. 
one day, if this show does well, your donations will be forwarded on yeah. to other organizations if we get enough of them. Oh, we have the close-up shot back now, right? I, I just saw that out of the corner of my eye on the screen. I forgot the Which close-up one? was not here last week. Which one? What close-up? The camera shot, the close-up. Oh, the close-up. So you guys. Yes. Yeah, that's because we didn't. now we have a full studio again. Ricky's actually back in the studio, which means we have, we have a good show today. Ricky, you're looking tan too, a little sunburned. Look at him back there. Can you guys see him Sexy. on the cameras? Ricky is looking real tan back there. Mario's doing all right. This is good. We have, our team's back. Nate's here. Yes. Our buddy Nate's here. We're all here. Uh, this is good stuff. All right. Well, what, what, what's going on with you, Ryan? Well, you know, you guys, we do a rundown with the show, and on today's show, I left my rundown blank because I didn't want Kyle reading it ahead of time because I kind of have a surprise for you, Kyle. I, uh, tomorrow, am, go, actually not tomorrow, the next day, I'm going to uh, the Seacrest headquarters. Um, friend Chewy is going to be interviewed there for his book. So I'm really excited for that. Oh, uh, I just peed a little bit? Yeah, that, um, I don't know what else is going on in my life because that just has taken over for the past wait, couple days. Wait, so I thought you didn't want to ever meet your hero. What happened to that? I didn't say I'm going to meet him. I'm going to go there. I might get scared. I might get cold feet and run out last minute. But I will be in the green room. And I will be there with him. You're going to be real close. I'll be 10 feet probably from where he's speaking. Wait. So you don't want to meet him? I haven't decided yet. Now, this is from our first but, show that we did. You, and you guys, this is when you guys both can be on at the same time. But the, his whole, like, I, I, you know, I met Seacrest. I love, I would meet him anytime. Any opportunity I had, I would, I would like to say hi to him again. Ryan, though, his whole thing is he doesn't want to meet Seacrest because you're not supposed to meet your heroes or what? What's the idea well, behind that again? You just feel like you know too many people are disappointed, and you know you look up to these people you see on TV, and you kind of fall in love with their character or their stick or whatever it is. And I'm not saying that Seacrest has a stick. I think that's him. That's why he's successful. But you know, there's really nowhere you can go for meeting someone like that that you already hold in such high regard. Have you heard the story? Someone meets their favorite actor, and he turned out to be you know not as nice, a douche. or something? Well, the thing is, is the actor doesn't have the same time to devote to you as you do to him. Right. So you're always going to be disappointed. Mm. You don't have to be realistic. I've never been disappointed with Seacrest. <laughs> well, see, I've stood next to him multiple times. I told, I, you know, and I haven't come back. Did you look just, down on him? <laughs> you know, he's, I don't, everyone gives him so much crap. I don't think he's I know, he's, he's not short. that short. He's I'm, not that I'm short. as tall as he is. Well, because he, maybe he wears inserts or stilettos or something. So now you're making fun of him. See, you're no better than the rest of them. <laughs> disappointing. I've turned on you. Yeah, disappointing. Um, no, so I'm going to go, and uh, yeah, it's funny because the publicist over at E! said, don't worry, I've already alerted security, and I wrote back, ha ha, and he wrote, no, seriously, and CC'd <laughs> our executive producer. That's and, awesome. And he came down to the office, and he said, hey, um, it, it, is he joking? Or I go, yeah, 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 he's kidding. I, I, I put a call into him. It's just a, a game we have back and forth, and he That's took it serious. That's funny. That's really, really <laughs> oh funny. Allison, what about you? What's up with you? Do I, oh, I was like, do I want to meet Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> oh, I know you do. No. I I could do it or not. You're so chill. I love you. Yeah. But I was going to say, I guess it's kind of like I um, one time was going to a rehearsal for my acting class and whoever this guy, his house was, he was roommates with an Oscar winner. And I saw the Oscar sitting on the mantle and I went up to it and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to touch it. And then I was like, oh no, 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 I don't want to touch it. I don't want to hold it until yeah. I win one. Wait a second. I feel like you shared that on the show. Oh, Great. Have Recycling you? stories. I'm sure I have. I feel like you have. I know that story, but you never um, know. Maybe I told you. Know, you? I, okay, the producers say uh, yes. Oh, I did? 
Yeah. Oh. You're like those guests Producer on the Ricky talk show. says absolutely. You ever see it when someone's got a movie to promote and they make all the stops on all the talk shows and you know you hear the same story over, over. and over and over? Right. That's why there's a lot in, in what I do with the whole uh, talk show stuff with Chelsea. There's a lot of politics that goes in behind the scenes. It's called following. You know, It's a big deal to get the guest first. Um, there's definitely a oh, lot. Oh, I see. There's so a lot involved. Your show, well, because then when you break news or whatever from this particular person – yeah, the it, others have to reference it or what? Well, you, well, there's there's two things. It's called a um, it, it's called pickup. So, for example, pick, pickup is where you hire a publicist. We had Johnny Weir on the other day. Okay, and Chelsea oh, asked Johnny that. Weir, who is a rival to Evan Lysacek, who won the gold medal. They're rivals, kind of professionally, personally. I don't think they like each other, and they've they've made it clear in their personal lives. Yes, exactly. Okay. And I don't okay. know how much it's a friendly battle, how much it's a dislike, but it seems like there's something deeper than just professional. So, anyways, right. uh, she asked Johnny about. About Evan and Chelsea wasn't really prying. She was asking a question about Evan and his girlfriend. And Johnny says, Evan and his girlfriend cheats to the camera and gives a little wink. <gasps> so here we go. Afterwards, we go, we can't wait to see this pickup. Meaning, right. after it airs, publicist is going to get that out there. All the outlets are going to say, Johnny Weir outs Evan Lysacek right. on Chelsea lately. Wow. So that's one way we talk about it. Then there's also the following, which means, uh, yeah, you know, a big show like Leno and Letterman, they're going to get the big name movie stars first for the majority of the of time. Of course, right. Well, because the, the, the stars want to be there anyway. Exactly. Right? And it's a loyalty thing. Leno's been there from them for the start and a lot of times right. you get your guy. You know, Chelsea always goes to Leno. Um, I don't know about Letter, you know, but just Leno is you mean here in LA. she goes on to... Well, yeah, if you see it, when she has a book to go, she goes to Leno. They have a relationship. She gave him a start. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of politics. That's your little uh, info for the day on how some talk shows. I like that. I learned something new on my own Very show. glad to help. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Off our show. Love you guys. Uh, did you guys see American Idol? You guys not watched American Idol this season, really? I saw, I went in between that and Dancing with the Stars last night. All right, well, listen, here's our Wednesday recap. I have some, here's a clip and we'll talk about it. We inch closer and closer to the finale. Siobhan Magnus. Thought it was it horrible, was by that far one. all your weeks before <laughs> yeah. Casey it's James. This was another hot night for you. Michael Lynch. Thought it was okay. That one. That was beautiful. I loved it. Didi Banami. What becomes of the broken heart? Horrible. This one was horrible. You completely utterly one. lost your way. Yep. Tim Urban. She looked really pretty. She did. She looked pretty. You took the soul Hate Tim out Urban. of the song. Andrew Garcia. It's like I've waited my whole life. See, they liked him, Andrew Garcia. I didn't I like this him. Is your best performance for like me in a long time. Katie Stevens. Chang, chang, chang. And she looked way prettier on a performance here than when she met Usher. Best vocal performances. Lead to wives. Okay. This was the night your life may have changed forever. Crystal Disagree. In it to win it. Aaron Kelly. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. I think if you compare it to some of the really good performances tonight, Lee is an example, which was the main course. That was a little like a cupcake. <laughs> listen, listen to this. I think uh, Lee DeWise. I thought he was. I thought he was pretty bad last night. I he this guy like they liked him. He was. He had no confidence. His eyes were watering the entire time. This guy has like an eye watering issue, by the way. It doesn't look like he's crying, but it looks like he has like the glossiest eyes. Like he spilled some sort of oil slick or something like going on in there. It's crazy. In his eyes. He's like, yeah. Oh. 
No, seriously, he always looks eye. like he's crying, and it's really annoying. It's like they need to powder his eyes. If you were standing that neck close to Seacrest, I bet you'd look the same way. Kyle. I'd be red. Yeah, exactly. Think of that. I'd be red, and I, I yeah, I don't know what I'd do. Let's, let's not talk about That's that. That's my only input on it. I can only <laughs> resort to Seacrest when talking about Idol, because I haven't seen an episode Anything. this year. But I'm going to promise I'm going to start watching from here on out. Thank I want to tell you who the winner is of this season, because they all suck. They're really bad. Uh, Crystal Bowersox, she's great. Love her. She's the one with dreadlocks, and she's oh, the hippie chick. I thought you said Crystal Bauer sucks. No, Crystal Bauer like, sucks. Gotcha, gotcha. She rocks. Yeah, but her last name sucks. Crystal Bauer sucks. I, I know. I get it. But I just wanted to defend her. I was really like, she's my favorite this year. That was a good try, Ron. Well, I was you shocked. Just, I was like, why would you call her? What if she wanted to come on the show one day? And then, like we learned, her publicist says, oh, well, you said she sucked. So That's I wanted to be point. careful. Allison just made her like, she got real <laughs> nervous. Like, actually, this could happen. But no, really, listen, guys, this is a horrible year for Idol. I don't, I don't really like anybody on it. I really don't at this point. And, you know, I was talking to Ricky before the show. He said, you know, listen, they're only going to get better. This is the top 10. But, yeah, I don't know. Tim Urban, I mean, this guy needs a haircut. Andrew Garcia, <laughs> I thought it was okay, but they, they liked it. Randy said Andrew was back to his old front runner form. Yeah, uh, it was extremely boring. I agree with Simon on that. Andrew Garcia. Anyway, you guys didn't see it, so we can no. stop talking. About I mean, it. But, I used to watch it, but this year, nothing's pulled me in. Yeah, like, last year not I really special. liked. Like, I, I I watched every week because I wanted to see what Adam Lambert was going to do. Right. So uh, well, listen though. What what what's going to be bigger? You think X Factor is the new X Factor going to take over? I mean, what do you what do you guys think about? Is what? is Idol supposed to keep going? Yes, I think so. Really? Right, just without Simon. Yeah, well, correct. They're not going to cancel Idol. That's a huge moneymaker. Of course, they're not going to cancel. But the question is, how? I mean, Simon is is the number one biggest part job. of that show, right? So they're definitely going to take a hit. That's for sure. And the question is, we'll are all those out, people going to jump over to X Factor? I think it depends on how good of a show is it, how good is it produced, what right. kind of talent do they bring, right? And um, I mean, there's one thing certain that that the opening night for that show, the premiere, is going to be huge, and right. probably the next show is going to be huge. And then it's up to them if uh, if it's a good show. We'll find out. You know. What network's doing X Factor? Uh, I think it's Fox. Fox? I want to say Fox Fox picked up both. Well, I want to. I want to say, hey, Ricky. Oh, okay. They're checking right now to find out. We'll find out who's doing. Well, we're doing that. He did. I mean, he offered Paula a lot of money, right? Um, To try to come over there. Uh, I I mean, I would think she should. So he must. So he had nothing to do with getting Paula off the show. Is it what that answers right there? Yeah, yeah. I think that you know, like we talked about with. Did we talk about him and Ryan last week about them being? I think they all generally like each other i think they do they have a bond yeah i mean, I mean him, him and seacrest are best friends like they, they try to years. play against that on on the stage last and kind night of the it was guy, funny simon and him were walking out as he was clo- he was doing a to it was to a commercial break or was opening back up simon puts his like his uh his hand over his mouth while he's talking so he's like welcome back to american and he's like couldn't talk and it was really funny because it was totally natural like he didn't expect it seacrest was like trying to get his arm off but he was just holding him there it was hilarious <laughs> that's good so they really well, are friends yeah, they are no for real. I think yeah. they're they're good friends. I think it's all a shtick. What were you asking about? Who's on who's tap? On tap? Because I heard like Cheryl Cole. Oh, she's beautiful. She Cheryl. Is. Let's not call her Cheryl Cole anymore because let's hope that. Uh, oh, she's getting divorced. She dumps that guy because I guess he. That's a trend. He cheated Ashley on her. Ashley Cole. Yeah. Yep. Um. So she's is she for sure gonna do it? I know she's in talks to do it's, it. We don't know for sure. Um, she's in talks, and according she's to press, so he thinks it'd be a great idea to Got get it. her overseas. Um, and just did we answer? Sorry, but Stephen Carrier says it's gonna be on Fox. Yeah, and, and, oh, yeah, okay. and, and, they, and they they just and confirmed David. that. Ricky just confirmed that for us. And David also said uh, it looks like they'll have Idol in spring, and then X Factor in fall. Oh, so they won't have to be at the same time. And so exactly. Each other. So well, you know what it'll be is like Idol all year round. 
which is yeah. good for them. Huge time. You well, know, dancing maybe, with the stars doesn't it works? Maybe it'll right. work too because it'll you know. Wait, doesn't American Idol usually go twice in one year now? Uh, or is it only once a year? It's once a year, I want to oh, say, okay. right? It's once a year, right, guys? I, th- yeah. I thought the same thing, and I think I got confused with the whole Dancing with the Stars. Because Dancing they with the Stars is twice. twice a year. Oh, okay. A year. Yep. Okay. American Idol is once a year. Uh, yeah. Well, good. Maybe it'll keep it fresh. Uh, like, some, you know, go back and forth between X Factor and We'll see. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see how it's different from mm-hmm. American. Like, how's X Factor? Well, we'll find out. We'll see. Now, speaking of American Idol... Do you guys remember this guy, Alex Lambert? It's not to be confused with Adam Lambert. Alex Lambert was a cast-off yes. from this season. He had, he had the mullet. I liked him a lot. What did you like about him? I thought he had a really good voice. It was different. So you saw a little bit of Idol this I year. saw like him sing one song. Oh, got it. Okay, so you know a little bit about him. Uh, a little well, bit. Anyway, he's going to be on Simon Fuller, the creator of American Idol. He's going to be on his new show, uh, and it's an internet reality show on Hulu.com, uh, and it's a show documenting uh, six soon-to-be stars living together in the Hollywood Hills. Can I, uh, you know, we should talk about this story. Can I tell you a real quick one about Hulu? Yeah. I kind of feel attached to it in a weird way. You know, when, Why I, is that? Did, when I did that internship in NBC in New York uh, three years ago now, right. maybe four, um, they were starting some secret project, top secret. I mean, even the higher ups at the Today Show knew nothing about it where I okay. interned. And they plucked one of my friends, one of my fellow interns who was just about to graduate to go work on this special project. Oh, no way. And I was asking every day, like trying to peek, and everyone was. It was just, it was funny. And whoever had the answer would get the uh, promotion, right? <laughs> How few people knew about it. So she told me, she goes, if you guess, I'll tell you. I guessed. I said, it's going to be some revolutionary way of playing TV on the internet. Right. And I go, and here's what it's going to look like. You're going to have the Peacock logo, and each color is going to stand for like sports, comedy, news. Wow. I was off on that, but I was somewhat near. So I, I told that story probably a hundred times. It's not that cool looking back on it. And I show up to Chelsea my first day, and I'm going in the building, and we share a building with one other person, and guess who that was? The intern. Hulu. Right. The, <laughs> so, is the intern from... The, well, the intern, intern was not there now. But the fact, I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me. Out of every building in LA, I went from New York to LA and share a building now with wow. this That's company crazy. that I knew when there were three people involved That's in it. Really so I kept feeling like I'm attached to Hulu and they have, want nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, how's it going? What's the new company like? Uh, yeah. Let's brainstorm new ideas. Yeah, right. uh, and actually, I have nothing yeah. to do with you. So uh, I read like, articles and post them up on the wall. Congrats, buddy. High five. Right, and just, who is this? And they're guy? like, "Who the hell is Ryan Bassford? <laughs> this guy, man. No, yeah. That's funny, dude. That's cool, though. It is. And um, no, so I saw these guys walking around the uh, this. So you think you can dream? I messed that up big time. If I can dream, looking, struggling. So you think you can dream? If I can dream, that's yes. the name of the new show. I saw these guys in the lobby. If they I visited Hulu. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, and uh, go ahead. What's up? Well, I'm just. I would say that here's who's on this show. Besides Alex Lambert. And I guess now Miley Cyrus's ex. You guys remember Justin Gaston? Yes. He's, he's on the show as well. You also have uh, this model named Giglianne uh, Braga. It's like, wh- whose name is this? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Like, is she really a soon-to-be star? I don't know. Well, she has a new name for Well, us. she's definitely not coming on our show right, yeah. after that. Kara uh, <laughs> Kilmer, Amanda Phillips, and Ben Elliott. They're the cast of If I Can Dream. Wow. Did they just all live together and... From so you out. can watch them twenty four seven. Is that the deal? Yes. From what I, I follow, that's insane, dude. Hopefully, there's no nothing like real dirty on there. I follow Giglian Braga uh, on Twitter. Okay. Um. And yeah, it sounds like they kind of. Of course, of, you do. She's a model. 
<laughs> Ryan only follows models on Twitter. You know what, though, Kyle? Here's what's funny is my first three followers I had happened to be models. Two of them I knew. One was just a random follow because it was a famous model. And I go, I got to, like, you know, just follow some random dudes because this is starting to look kind of bad. <laughs> right, I mean, like, that's that, real creepy, the guy that... You're yeah. that guy. Some guy friended me from Ohio that I knew. And uh, I see that we have, like, on this is Facebook now, transitioning slightly. I see we have 40 friends in common. I look, and every single one of them is a girl that lives in L.A. Keep in mind, this guy's never moved to L.A. That's a little creepy. Yeah, it was really, really awful. That guy's listening really right now, weird. too. Well, I, good. I hope he did. I didn't have enough the courage to tell you in person. So <laughs> that's weird. Whip my ass virtually. Yeah, but no, so that the model, I basically follow her, and um, yeah, it's like, hey, what should I do today? And uh, I think people are kind of watching. They have cameras at all times. And uh, it's like, this is the 24-7 access to what it takes to become a star. It says here, Lambert tells People Mag what his fans can expect to see on Hulu.com every Monday at midnight for one thing. No more mullet. Looks like he cut his hair. And uh, wow, I don't know. And it looks like, this is funny. I guess fans were pissed that he was uh, kicked off Idol early on. So they had a, they signed a, they got 20,000 signatures together uh, for this petition. I don't, here's my question. How are petitions supposed to help, really? I mean, honestly, 20,000 people sign a petition. Like, yeah, you have 80 million people voting on American Idol. 20,000 people sign something. What's a petition going to do? They're not going to bring them back on. Yeah, that's it doesn't mean the purpose anything. of the show. I've doubted every petition I've ever read. I've never, yeah, who it's does so, a petition? Can't that's you just stupid. sit there and just, like, each person do 100 fake names? Do they actually do the follow-up? I don't know. The, the petitions don't mean anything, right? Can you use it in court? Can you use it for anything? That's the thing. The only thing I've ever signed a petition for is something stupid, like, you know, let's make lunch five minutes longer in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever done a petition for something serious? Right. Who did? But who does, like, a petition? They're that serious. We want Lambert back on. So, I don't know. It's just kind of, you know. I don't think I've ever signed a petition. No no reason to. You got to put your email address in the digital ones. You got to actually take the time to sign with a pen and, you know, on the... Real one? I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited, though. I, I think this show, you know, can show, <coughs> excuse me, you know, just kind of show what it takes for these guys to make. Because in one hand, all these people have achieved a lot of success. Right. And they've already, you know, hit the lottery in terms of Hollywood success. But it almost requires hitting that lottery again to really get right. to that level. So I think you it's going to be keep fun going. to see you that can't... work it takes. And, right. It'll be cool. You know. I'm excited to see the show. Well, speaking of another, another reality show, uh, is Jersey Shore. <laughs> but check this out. Two of these guys from Jersey Shore are going to write a book? What? And it's not Snooky, by the way. It's these two small name people. Jenny Wow and Ronnie Ortez McGraw. Really? Like, are, is anyone going to buy this book? Yes. It's so dumb. Just as many people that watch the show. And I know they probably said, is anyone going to watch this show? So... I say, uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Do the people that watch that show, do they read? I don't know if they really looked at their audience there properly. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah, they, they, these guys watch MTV. Who's going to buy your book? <laughs> I watched that show once. I, I, I saw the pilot. And it was it was when, like, Snooki had some guy over, and they were on the roof, and she's, like, they were, like, making, making out, out in the hot and tub. And all of a sudden, he just starts projectile vomiting. Oh, I missed that one. And I was like, this is the grossest That's thing That's almost I've as ever good seen. as the guy punching her in the face in the bar. See, I saw the oh. clips, the good clips from the show. I never saw, like, all the episodes. I've never watched the show, but I've met all the main cast members. I've said before in another show, but for those of you that weren't listening at that time, I'm telling you what, I, I wanted to kind of not like them. Um, 
But they made it impossible. They were like pleasant. They're like nice guys. people. All the guys were gentlemen, looked you in the eye, solid handshake, pleasant people to be around. Oh, well, then you got to respect that. Yeah. I mean, I, can, I actually now I'm happy for I'm like, good. Yeah. Do well. Well, you know what? Gentlemen. It's like whatever works for you, like power to you. Yeah. And they got it. I mean, they understood, you know, and I, you guys have to watch this. If you go to Funny or Die and watch the Jersey Shore thing where they pretend to be these really affluent, educated characters. Is it funny? Who are actually acting like right. the Jersey Shore people. And it's really, really good. And I like the shows. That, okay, they can they can have fun with themselves. Oh, hey, hey, Ricky, so what we need to, after the show, let's put this in the blog. We got to get this Funny or Die video of like the elite. So we'll put it up on KyleLive.com after the show. We'll link to it so you guys can check it out. But it's Funny or Die video. I want to see that too. Uh, but anyway, it's funny. It's so stupid. They're writing a damn book. Nobody's going to buy it. It's going to be like, that's going to be like, uh, you know, all these other stupid books that are on that people buy like 15 th- copies of and then it's done. Are they really writing it? Well, that's what, uh, you know, Jimmy V just said the same thing. They can write exclamation question exclamation. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many, Jimmy, I don't know how many people know this, but a lot, there's different ways of getting a book out here. Um, well, you know, firsthand, because Chelsea writes, she has three books, or they're all three now in the top of the bestseller. Exactly. Chelsea. Well, what's, what's her experience? Well, I have to talk with Chelsea and her, her publisher, Michael Broussard, who is responsible for, for all those books. And there's different ways of going about it. Chelsea, on one hand, writes every last word herself. Right. I know it because she's told me, and I've seen her write the books. So there's that, that route. She does not have what we're going to talk about next, I'm assuming, is the ghostwriter. Exactly. Some have a ghostwriter, and which there's nothing wrong with because there's nothing wrong with admitting that there's someone better than you at doing something. Right. You know, you can be a great talk show host and you want to write a story about your life. Of course, you're going to bring a ghostwriter. You're going to right. tell him the information. You're going to supply it, but you're not going to know that he can relate the story better to the audience. Right. And they have their and hands on. And you work on. together in creating the, uh, on creating this wonderful uh, tale or whatever. Exactly. It's easy to understand and Perfectly read. put. Perfectly put. And then there's the complete opposite where you have somebody who attaches their name to a book. So they say, write it. Right. Um, and put it as my book and uh, we'll split the profits. You know who does it? Neil Strauss. I, I know I've talked about this book on the show like probably back in 07. Well, maybe it was actually later than that because I think that book was published maybe on 09 on Two Guys and a Girl but th- that was The Game by Neil Strauss and he wrote a book on Motley Crue um, and a bunch of these other groups and, and, and bands and he's a ghostwriter. but now he straight up says on the cover like this is written by Neil Strauss. Is this boring you, Allison? No, sorry. I'm just tired. You just seem to yawn, and I just—we're talking about books. I'm sorry, Allison doesn't read. Yeah, clearly. I didn't go to college. I don't read books. I yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I am reading a book right now. <laughs> you are. It's the Berenstein Bears. It's great. <laughs> no, it's um the um oh I forgot what they're called. My Little Ponies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, would you, would you buy this Jersey Shore book or no? No. Okay, that's a good answer. I'm trying to figure out. Um, Stephen wants to know what it's about. Um, yeah, I'm thinking probably. Politics, how to solve uh, crises, charity work. <laughs> yes, it is. It's about charity right. work, exactly. Yeah. No, I don't know. Actually, Stephen, I do not know what the book's about. I don't know if they know what it's about yet. I, I no, you know what? I, yeah, exactly. I don't know. They just they. It's a, it's an advice book. Never fall in love at the Jersey. At the Shore. Jersey Shore, it's an advice book on relationships. I think that's mm-hmm. what Ricky was. Hey, the, the book, the Jersey Shore book's about uh, not falling in love with Jersey. Shore. Yeah, so you're right on about. It. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, anyway, well. Good, good work, buddy. Yeah, I may not read books. I did, but. yeah. <laughs> right, now, speaking of, speaking of books, guys, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer, she wrote the, uh, the I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but this is a Twilight. I don't know. Twilight? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know the Twilight. So she wrote the Twilight Saga. You guys know that whole franchise. They've now made movies about it. It's crazy. It's huge. Well, apparently, she's now releasing another book. 
which is interesting. I don't quite know exactly totally what's it about, but it's called The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. Okay, I'm confused. Help me sort something out, Kyle. So she did have another another uh, addition to the Twilight franchise, but that leaked, right? And someone got there to was a, there was a book that did leak. However, uh, this is not the same thing. Gotcha. And she wasn't from finished. what I from what I've learned. This is not the exact same book as that. It's actually a different thing. This was supposed to be included in the uh, official guide, but it ended up being too long to fit in that. Okay. And so this it, is a totally kind of this is a separate thing now. It's like a short kind of story that she's releasing separately. Did it end up being too long, or was it just a smart business mood? move <laughs> yeah exactly it was a smart business move that's exactly what it was she's not gonna include that yeah. leave out as much as you can and then sell it of course like they're talking about making i think they're talking about doing a movie of one of the books into two movies heck yeah amen that's, a, that's the right business move yeah what do you think about this allison oh sorry what are I you doing just, now are you so, uh, no i can't do two things at once i was responding to somebody on the um to emily because she was supporting me with my my little ponies Oh, okay. So I wasn't listening because we were talking about books, and I'm, not, I'm just kidding. Um, we're talking, I'm we're not ta- into the whole Twilight thing, so I don't really, she don't know really much care about it. Listen, here's somebody who's really into it. And uh, th- this, is, this is like two minutes long, so we might not play the whole thing. But this, this chick's called Nutty Madame. I mean, Nutty Madam? <laughs> what's her name? Nutty Madam from. from <laughs> I hate you guys. Her name's. Nutism! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, her name's uh, Nutty Madam. She's from YouTube. And uh, it's funny because it's not even written down. I didn't. I can't use that excuse this time. It's from the top of my head. Nutty Madam, though, and she she does these like YouTube videos. Check this out. This is she's obsessed with Twilight. And here's what she had to say on YouTube about this. Oh my God! Stephanie Meyer is about to release a new book. It's called The Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. It's about Brie Tanner and her short second life. Apparently, it's 192 pages long, and it comes out in Britain <laughs> and America on June the fifth, two thousand ten. Three, two, one. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sorry, guys. Um, that was I'm loud. I'm gonna read it about seven thousand times. Oh my god! I never. Do you know what? I thought the next book would be Midnight Sun, but then after she said she wasn't gonna release it, why would she bother to release it after she put most of it on this her website? This chick is obsessed. Be it. I wish I loved something that much. She didn't actually much. want to in the first Secret. place. It's all very complicated. But You're right. These, so are the, these are the conversations oh we have. Office e security is listening. I by the way, wee, keep that in mind. I might not we because I have to clean it up. I don't want to have to clean it up. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, <laughs> I'm really trying to stay quiet. Okay, we're not. We gotta stop playing this. This is horrifying. Oh, I can't wow. believe that is just crazy. Hey, let's link to that too on the blog. That's so horrible. Who is this person? She's really. I mean, that's talk about a twihard. It doesn't get much worse than that. That's a, that's the disease. That's really funny. They need to go to TA, Twilighters Anonymous. How hilarious would it be to talk to her in person? Kyle, do you think we could get her on the phone? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, we here's what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Thank you for that idea. She- Let's try to reach out to this girl. We're going to get her on the show. Let's have her do a call-in. Where does she live? I'm assuming UK? She should convince Skype. me why I should like Twilight. Maybe we say, yeah. yeah she, she should convince someone- us how, why I'm we should like Twilight. 0% interested in it. I've never watched any of the movies, read one word of the books. Me, me too. And, you know, that too, and uh, I'm not, I hate to bring other people's success down because clearly Robert Pattinson has proven me wrong by the success of him in that movie, but I 
that's one thing I don't get. I hear that role and I hear what he's supposed to be and I don't see it. Right. I, I don't I'm know. Quick, I don't know. I agree with you on that. I'm so quick to admit when I la- I'm sh- I'm like that guy's good looking. He's a great star. <laughs> Rob Pats, I'm like, "Wait, he's supposed but he's do- he doesn't look like that. I don't think he's good looking. I don't think he's charming." I I, I agree. They say you got to see the movie and you'll see it. Okay, but maybe no. I need to see the movie. No, I don't I I, I nothing attracts me to this movie. No. Really? What's why? Why would I want to go see this film? Ashley Green, have you seen those? That's Soviets? what I want to know. Yeah, I saw her somewhere. Did I? Um, A- Ashley Green is in the Soviet. Um, she the drink? Is, you mean it's it's painted on a bathing suit? Yeah, um, she's like uh, she's like the body. Painter. I would like to see this one. Well, you know, I actually shoot, I did forgot about this. Um, name drop Basford over here, but <laughs> I actually got to play poker with um, Kristen Stewart. No way, really? Yeah, and uh, was it Nikki Green? Or no, that's Ashley Green, Nikki Reed, I'm sorry. Nikki Reed, right. Yep, and uh, who was it? Peter Facinelli, who plays uh, Dr. Carlisle. There's a whole pile of stuff on the ground right there. You might want to pick it up. <laughs> I, I, hey, you know what? This is Twilight. This is what they like. We told them we're going to bring a little Hollywood, so I can put an asterisk at the beginning of the show and say, I might name drop for the sake of you guys. <laughs> but it was really fun, you know? And every time you're doing it, you don't really... I mean, it's cool. It just becomes normal at the first minute, but the great thing was is I didn't watch a show, um, so I didn't really know, but then the best part was Chewy. Um, he was there with me. And afterwards, we're talking to Peter, and Peter goes, "Hey," or Chewie goes, "Oh, Peter, your friends—they're they're real nice." <laughs> and Peter goes, "Oh, thanks, Chewie. Yeah, they, you know, they said the same about you." And Chewie goes, "What do they do?" And Peter goes, "Well, they're they're actors." And he goes, "Ah," oh. he goes, "Yeah, I bet they'll go very far because they're nice people." You know, no clue <laughs> no there. Clue and Peter there. and I just looked at each other, smiled, started cracking up, and you laughed like, too. Uh, and then and we never just little addressed does it. he know, right? These guys are in uh, the biggest <laughs> franchise of the last couple years. Hey, Chewie, see those guys? They could stop right there, never worry again. Right. They just uh, they were just in a movie called New Moon. I don't know if you heard yeah. of it. it. Broke a lot of records. Uh, big deal. So, but that's that's another thing that makes Chewy so great. And you know what? Hey, speaking of Chewy, can I tell everyone real quick? Yeah. Talked to him yesterday. He is going to come on the show. Good. Um, I'm excited about. Is a favorite. Us have some fun, and he's also got that book out, so he's going to talk about that. Did he write it? Uh, I'm going to have to ask him that. Okay, but, well, well, let's talk to him on the show about it. We'll find it. out. Let's so he'll it. be on, I guess, next week is what, what we kind of briefly t- uh, talked about. Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. We're not sure what show he's going to be on yet, yeah, but we're going to book him for one of them. Yeah, he said pick the day. So uh, we're going to figure out a good day, and we'll get back to you guys. But tell him, uh, tell him thank you. I'm excited about this. So we'll have Chewy on the show. Yep. Very exciting. Well, listen, guys, I have a, a quiz for you. Easter's coming up, uh, and uh, here's a little quiz for you guys. Are you ready? Here you go. This is... Uh, one question, I have another one after this, by the way. Here's the question. One billion of these are produced every year, and about half of them will be consumed in the next couple of weeks. What are they? Eggs. Eggs? Chicken eggs? Yeah. Do you, you guys are guessing chicken eggs? No, I'm not. It's going to be candy. Okay. Wait. I would say you're getting hot. Wait, wait. Oh, wait. With the one billion are produced in the present, then we're going to go with, I, I used to get... My mom's listening. I used to get uh, chocolate Easter eggs from Harry London's Chocolate Next, surprised every year, and I loved them. And, and you know what the thing is? I'm going to go with a lot because they're small, so right. you could easily fit 50 in a bag. So a billion sounds reasonable. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Je- jelly so you're going beans. with chocolates. You're doing jelly beans? Well, you know what, guys? You are both wrong. The correct answer is marshmallow peeps. And that's enough peeps <laughs> to circle the globe twice, by the way. Oh my God, Those look. aren't even that good. I, have, I know. I've always hated them. I, I have bad vision. Nate got them right here in the studio. He's holding up right now. Peeps. He tried to cheat for me. That's pretty good. You wrote it down and everything, so you didn't cheat. And you don't have anything in front of you. That's but great. he tried to cheat for me, and I saw it from far away, and it looked like poops. 
Well, that's what peeps will make you do right after you eat them, <laughs> <laughs> which, is why, which is why I stay away. <laughs> Easter was always my least favorite holiday. You know what I was thinking, too? You know they always make deviled eggs on Easter, like families, deviled eggs is a big thing. Why are they called deviled eggs? They should be called Christ eggs. <laughs> Why would you celebrate <laughs> the devil on Easter? Because, but they're, they're always, because they just changed the name for uh, one on day. On that day, they should be called Christ eggs. Uh, you know what, Kyle, I laughed because I thought it was ridiculous at first, but I actually agree now. Yeah, <laughs> and that is the name of this episode. Christ eggs. Thank you. Okay, I have another question for you guys, by the way. Oh, that wasn't the only one this time. All right, uh, here is who tweeted it. It's kind of like who said it, but this is who tweeted it. Only in LA. And by the way, this is hopefully this tweet is hopefully under 140 characters because then we then we know that, that it's correct. This is a real tweet. Are you ready? Only in LA. Am I the minority because I don't have Passover dinner tonight? That was Monday night. Okay. A. Nicole Rishi. B. Rishi. 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 It's Nicole Rishi. B. Paris Hilton. Or C. Kim Kardashian. Well, Nicole Richie, Paris Hilton, or Kim Kardashian. Who tweeted that? Can you please re-say the tweet? At this point, you forgot it completely. Only in LA am I the minority because I don't have Passover dinner tonight. I don't think... Uh... Paris cooks. No, I, I'm not going to make a Paris joke. I don't. I think that's mean. Everyone's always making fun of her. So and we want her on the show at some point. I'm going to say Dash. What Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian? Yeah. I was like Dash. That's the store. And then I realized that Dash was actually the middle of their name. I didn't it's think. Either, I never realized that. To me, it's either. Kim, oh wow! That just put that together too. Yeah, I, Dash is the name of the store. Well, I always said, wondered why is it Dash? Well, it's yeah. Kim Kardashian. And Mason's middle name is Dash. Wow! Wow! Ugh. Yeah, when you said Dash, I go, well, it must be Kardashian. Oh yeah, we we, we thought alike. <laughs> Um, I don't brain farts left and right right here. Kim's too busy with the store. Uh, no, I don't know, but I think Nicole just seems like a family person lately, and that's what all of her tweets are sent around. Her family, okay. so I'm going to go with uh, Nicole. You're going Rishi. A, Nicole. You're going C, Kim, Allison. You're wrong, and uh, you know what? Bassford, right on. That was good. You got the right. It's Nicole Richie, chicken dinner, or Nicole Richie, depending on where you're from. Yeah, that's work. right. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. After this, we have some very exciting. Uh, Weird news for you guys, which is very cool. This is Kyle Sherman, live. I feel like a freak, because every time I pull out something to eat, but it's weak, I can't do this, because I'm Jewish, and I can't eat bread. Yeah, my rabbi said only matzah. Any way you want to eat it, cold or hot, it's matzah. Fun for your mother, brother, sister, father, matzah. Buy in bulk for a lower cost per box, it's matzah, 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 matzah. Put on your Wait, that's over. So get your ass over to my pad, it's Passover. I'm the mad flow, a smoothie, and I hope you understand it. If you want the story of Passover, rent the Ten Commandments starring Charlton Heston. But I got a question about the bread that is unleavened, causing indigestion called matzah. Eat it for a week, we got stuff. No bread, no pasta. Best believe a Jew is stopped up. Now Moses made the matzah when he was fleeing Egypt. Had no time for bread to rise, he said, I just leave it. We can eat it like this, feed it to the Hebrews. But little did he know that the wheat would end up equal cuz let my people go the anthem get your damn hands up maybe it will help you pass some how could one bread rock is so famous when the taste is the same flavor of the box it came in matzah eat it at once ain't no second guessing matzah leaving crumbs on my lap and chest and it's called matzah i found the afikoma in my small intestine matzah 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 
Matzah. Hey, if you never had matzah, maybe you should try it. Be careful, protein junkies, don't mess up your Atkins diet. People laugh when my sandwich cracks, it ain't never quiet. The best place to enjoy matzah is in private. You eating tuna on matzah? No way you're looking cool. It's been three days since I dropped the kids off at Hebrew school. I like my matzah sweet with butter and jam on it. But please, out of respect, just don't put ham on it. Don't be scared of the matzah. Nothing could be safer. Just think of it as a super-sized communion wafer. We'll trade you the matzah for candy this Easter. Wait, for some reason we can't have corn sweetener either. So go ahead and eat it, whether Jewish or secular. And if you need it, a smoothie will keep you regular. Cause you never heard a Jew like this, I surprise you. The bread might be flat, but this song is a riser. Matzah. When I munch, I love the crunch of matzah. I love it a bunch, wash it down with punch. Matzah. What's for lunch? I got a hunch. It's matzah, 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 matzah. That was brilliant, son. Hip-hop's William Hung. Log me on. SuburbanHomeboy.com Oi is yo backwards. backwards. Go to KyleLive.com KyleLive.com To catch the Ustream Studio Cam. Yes, that is correct, and this is my favorite part of the show. It's time for Weird News. Okay, uh, okay, okay, let's check this out. Let's see what's going on. Weird News. Ooh. Oh, oh, this is good. First, it was American Idol contestant General Larry Platt waging war on saggy pants with his anthem, Pants on the Ground. I don't know if you guys remember that little song. I have a little clip here for you. Uh, actually, let's, let's play that. I miss that song. That's right. I could listen to it all the time. I love that remix. It's so funny. Kyle, did you see how E brought him on for their live red carpet coverage to perform? No, I didn't see that, but that yeah, sounds amazing. Award shows, they brought him on. Well, check this out. Now, New York State Senator Eric Adams has announced plans to put up six billboards around Brooklyn, imploring youths to raise your pants and raise your image. CNN reports perhaps Adams and Platt should join forces. <laughs> you know, our friend Nate here, uh, <laughs> he likes to wear his pants pretty low to the ground. Scoot in here for a sec, buddy. Okay. Uh, Ryan, Ryan always used to get upset at me because I, uh, I, I was a pants sagger. Okay. Because I thought it was cool. Like, I thought it made me like edgy and it, like, you know, and it, girls, girls loved it. I, back in what, you know, the early I 90s? Mean, I gotta, <laughs> no, like a, year, like, a, like a year and a half ago. Not the type of girls we're interested okay. in. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Okay. So Ryan just thinks it looks sloppy. You know, Ryan's a guy with the Gucci shoes and the, and the Gucci tie over top of a Gucci shirt. Right. Keep and, going. And, <laughs> Get and, in I'm, and I'm not like, uh, you know, I just kind of just, I just try to be very casual, you know? I try to just keep it. Keep it, keep it casual, and if that's my butt hanging out in my boxers, you know, so be it. Wait, your butt actually hangs out? Not bare butt, but like boxer butt sometimes, like top, like probably mid-crack up. <laughs> mid-crack it you know, I mean, yeah. It's but true never story. the cheeks are showing. No, 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 never bare butt, ever. Okay. It was never, no, 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 it was like boxer butt. And I'd wear like, I'd wear like colorful boxers. He wears you know, cool like, boxers. They're yeah, like, yeah, you know, like plaid and... Real, like some bright greens and like bright oranges and stuff. You just you know? never want to wear the white in case you had an accident. Never. No, whites are special Gross. occasion only. Whites are special occasions. All right, we're going to bring you back in here in a second. Fair enough. For a special something. I'm excited about it, by the way. <laughs> and, and just so you guys know, uh, 
we don't have enough mics in here right now for everybody, so we're going to share them today. It's pretty exciting, really. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, this is pretty funny, and uh, I'll tell you a little something after this. But the Republican National Committee and its chairman, Michael S. Steele, were scrambling to answer questions Monday after it was revealed that the RNC spent nearly $2,000 at a West Hollywood club called Voyeur. The club apparently features topless dancers wearing horse bridles and other bondage gear while they perform simulated sex acts, the Washington Post reports. Now, wait a second. This club doesn't actually do that all the time. That was like a couple... They, they, they just, I mean, there's, there's like sexual, sensual things Well, that's this what club. voyeur means. It means to like get pleasure from watching people do the, sexual right, things. Right, right. But the point of the matter is, is that they're exaggerating with this just a little bit, wouldn't you say? Well... I've been to Voyeur a couple times, and I would never go to like a strip club or a topless place. This is a classy fun. like th- like place. this is like one of the clubs that my friends promote at. So it's like okay, I'll go to Teddy's, I'll go to Hwood, I'll go to Voyeur. So although this sounds really risque, that is what goes on there. I mean, right. okay, it is. Just that seems is a little over the top on. the way they say simulated well, sex acts. That they says do. a lot. Really? I saw it. <laughs> I am going to stick up for the Republican Party here. Because <laughs> I love that. Okay, completely unbiased. If you know, if it was Democratic Party, I'd still stick up for him. Um, doesn't matter here. That's that's besides the point. Two reasons. One, I showed up at Boyer the first time. Every club tries to be stupid and tricky with their name, and I don't take any meaning to what a club's name is. And it's usually like think of the worst name you can think of, and then let's name a club. Mi Six. You know, that's another club I hear. It's right. Just, Sorry, I'm not. I'm clubs really make. Can I just mad. ask you why did the RNC? That's hold on. Oh, okay. oh, I'm sorry. That was rude. I, that was really rude. I didn't mean it like that. I was just thinking of clubs, and I got mad. I got angry. I started thinking about bad memories. You guys, we're gonna break real quick while we bash each other. No, but let, sorry to interrupt you. I'm, this is all I'm saying. That's yeah. not the point. Is why they would go to this club. It's that they would spend two thousand dollars of the RN. I guess the RNC's money. Is that the point? Yes. Well, I, right. I, I was gonna say two things are misrepresented here. One, and that was the second point. The first point being that they go to this club called Voyeur. It's a Hollywood club. By all indications, you would not expect to see naked girls climbing in nets on the ceiling. I went to it. I thought it was a normal nightclub. I was taken away, taken aback in a good way, but that's besides the point of what I saw. <laughs> so, right. innocent there. I get that. You know, They were going to a Hollywood nightclub. And here's another thing that I'm going I'm to agree it. with here. They spent $2,000. Guess what? For those of you that aren't in the Hollywood clubs, that is not a lot of money at all. But why were they there, I guess, is the question. The Republican National Committee and its chairman, the point is, wait, this says the RNC spent nearly $2,000. Having fun, you know, they had fun. They is probably it, is that the RNC? Is that out of the RNC budget, though? You know, it's, listen, it's Because that's controversial. They're, not having, the they're, in, they're entertaining. Um, you know, it's an expense account. I'm for entertaining. $2,000 is okay. not that much. They probably got three bottles of vodka. That's it. I know. And, you know, it's like Not a big things, deal. We have that every night here it, on the show. They probably after. would go to Vegas and do the same thing. They'd go somewhere and spend exactly. and buy a table and right. get bottle service. Okay. Yeah, I have no problem. I, I appreciate this. I was just playing devil's advocate, and I'd like to hear what you guys had to say about that. Well, responding to the controversy, the committee fired an unidentified staff member and maintained that Steele hadn't visited the club and was unaware of the expense. So eh, we'll, we'll see what happens to that. Here's a dumb criminal of the day. An Orem, Utah man was arrested after he robbed a convenience store and then flagged down a cop car afterwards to ask for directions. The officer immediately recognized the man, John White, from the store clerk's description. And it gets better. The cop was investigating officer, uh, was the investigating officer on the case and was headed to the same address as the suspect which he'd left behind on a slip of paper at the gas station. 
White had taken two cell phones, which the cops found on him, along with a small amount of marijuana. Wow. People are so dumb. Stupid criminals. I saw something where a drunk driver called 911 on herself. I like that. That's hysterical. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, well. Wait, that was last year. I just saw something recently. Really? Yeah. They must happen all the time. I I guess so. I feel like I read about that recently. I'm wasted. I'm wasted. Uh, 911. Pick me up. I'm driving. Pick me up. We need Throw to, me in jail. We need to verify. I can't. I can't even believe these anymore. You know, like it's one. These are I verified. Dumb criminal every day. I know. The we get this. What the AP? Right. This is all AP stuff. Crazy. Wasn't that on TGG? See, it was. We talked about somebody who called on. Yeah. See, they're all saying Jimmy, Stephen. They're saying we talked about that on T- TGG. That Those was on guys your are show. Good loyal listeners. These are. Oh, I love these guys. A guy said called on them because this was a girl. I don't know, but, but the, it literally was like they're just saying you guys days. talked about no, the guy. Oh, the guys are the guys that that typed in. The oh. guys and girls that typed in. Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, oh, okay. About the drunk girl, you guys played the nine one one call. Oh, we played that. <laughs> <laughs> so much, man. We we go through so much news here. No, but I think you're talking about somebody else. Cause no, because I literally news, just saw it like yesterday. It was like a new, um, a new clip on the it. news. It was like on Yahoo or something. Yeah, the best part was the lady was still driving when she called. Sarah Hutton says that. Well, check this story out. An elderly Long Island, New York couple were arrested after they attempted to return jello boxes that they filled with sand and salt in an attempt to collect the $1.40 per box refund. 68-year-old Alexander Clement and his 64-year-old wife, Christine, had been running the scam for a while, having hit four stores a total of five times. They would buy 10 boxes at a time, empty out the dessert contents, and replace them. I wonder if they'd eat it. The two would apparently make and eat the jello, there we go, instead of throwing it away. They were busted after a customer bought one of the return boxes. Christine Clement is apparently suffering from an this is a quote, age related mental issue. You think? Well, you know the economy is this bad, right? When people are resorting <sighs> to know. tactics like this. I don't know which criminal story is dumber, but the thing is the <laughs> yeah, only that's thing right. the only thing they're doing is essentially they're not profiting, they're just getting free jello. I know, so because they're they... paying money to <laughs> get it back. <laughs> So they must love Jello. And and here's the other thing. Oh wait, they were, that's a really See, funny point. That's right. They're not actually making anything no. from the scam. That's why he said, of course they're eating. If they didn't eat the Jello, that right. would be hysterical because they would be going through all that. What if they dumped? What if they thought that <laughs> yeah. they were like they'd spent Make- money, dumped the Jello, and then returned? Like, yes, look at this money we're making. That's stupid. That's kind of. Like it would that. make sense if they were returning to a place where it was more expensive than yes. the place they bought it for. Like it was Good on idea. sale. Like return fraud. That's like that idea. Have you heard that one joke where the uh, blonde keeps putting uh, dollars into the change machine? No, what's this? And uh, I think my dad actually told me this one. He's also listening. I keep <laughs> Douglas referencing him. Douglas Bassford. Uh, and Mary's listening to I haven't talked about her yet, my mother. Oh, Mary Bassford. Hello. <laughs> but, uh, they, Love you guys. I think he told me a lot. I always remember this one. He said, uh, you know, she's putting dollars into the change machine. And uh guy comes up says, excuse me, ma'am, uh, what are you doing? You know, I'm next in line. Right. And she goes, duh, I'm winning, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so same kind of deal here. That's like, Allison's like laughing nervously because she's done it before. Shut up. <laughs> That's funny. But Kyle, aren't, isn't sand and salt? Sand's a pretty big commodity right now, and salt isn't that expensive. Ah, you can get both. At, you, can get, you can get both at the beach. Okay, we'll see where they live. Um, Long Island, New York. They're 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 by water. I just by the know ocean. Bill Cosby would be pissed right now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I would. Let's see, what else here is going on? Weird news. An Alexandria, Virginia woman was arrested after she pretended to be an FBI agent and duped her neighbors into taking on jobs as her assistants. This is genius. (laughs) We should do this for the show. We'll get a ton of assistance for the show. 
were an FBI show. 29-year-old Brenna Riley had apparently convinced the neighbors to give her their social security numbers on their phony job applications. She had the, uh, quote, assistance take on tasks that included writing condolence letters to family members of agents killed in the line of duty. Who's stupid enough to do this? <laughs> Riley has been indicted by a federal grand jury under the charge of impersonating an FBI agent. Indicted? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. What? I thought it was an indicted. No, it's... In- Listen, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it is. But Kyle, if in your in your defense, if I was reading that, I would have said in I- too. It's Kyle. It's up. That's hey, the show. I'm out. We talked about it last time. It's not. Listen, we're reading this straight from the news. If you are doing this in, on teleprompter on TV, it is it is spelled out phonetically for you. Listen, so, Seacrest makes this mistake all the time on E. Okay, guys, yeah. it's okay. Well, I was just like listening and I wasn't <sighs> reading, and I was like, wait a minute, what did you say? Thank you for covering. I appreciate that. I didn't even notice that this time. That's okay. Ford Streaker. Let's see this one. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) A Kingsport, Tennessee man who was arrested for streaking through a supermarket cited boredom as the reason he did it. 22-year-old Daniel... Are le- what's so funny? What are you laughing about over there? Oh, I no, was, this, 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 this funny. story, I promise. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I thought it was like, He oh, cited you, boredom. Oh, like, yeah. if I, oh, boredom. I, thought, I thought it was like, oh, uh, you, you, read, you read arrested as like a roosted or something. Ah. <laughs> uh. 22-year-old Daniel R. Lee was eventually busted in the bathroom of a local Hardee's restaurant. An employee there was able to give him a pair of gym shorts so that he could cover himself. I like that. He was charged with indecent exposure. Maybe him and Pee Wee would make good friends. I don't know. Uh, These are just so... Let's see. I'm reading some... I went back to some comments. Yeah, I'm reading the comments, too. There's a lot of them That's hysterical, Kyle. We are... uh, Neither Kyle or I can see what the other's doing, and... uh, we're all looking at comments at the, comments at the, same the exact time. Same all right, listen, time. guys. Here's the deal. We have a new little segment here. Uh, it's called Nate Hates. It's our buddy Nate. We're going to do it every Wednesday. He hates a lot of stuff, okay? He's re- he's like he's a very impatient guy. He has a lot of issues. Uh, I'm kidding, buddy. I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. No, listen. He doesn't have a lot of issues. But he has, uh, he has things that he hates. And every Wednesday, we're going to do this new segment where he's going to tell us a little bit about the things he hates. And we're going to comment on them. So, Nate, what do you hate this week? Okay, so this is the first Nate Hates, um, and this is kind of fresh in my mind. Um, this week is Nate Hates First Dates. Oh. And the whole first dates thing, that just kind of rhymed on, on accident. I didn't really plan that out. Nate but, Hates First Dates. But it, it worked out well. Okay, so, right. so this, is my, this is my rant on uh, Nate Hates First Dates. Let's hear it. Okay, first dates make you more insecure than anything in the world. I mean, it's like an interview, basically. Like, you go in, like, trying to impress, right. trying to impress this girl... That you don't know very well. Like, you met her at a party. You met her, like, you know, you met her somewhere out, and you meet for coffee middle of the day. Right. And then you walk up to the counter, and she orders her coffee, you know, and I don't drink coffee. So so I drink hot chocolate, right? Right. And, and I look like a 10-year-old. I'm like, she's like, yeah, can I get the mocha latte, you know, vente mocha latte? <laughs> and I'm like, can I get a big hot chocolate with whipped cream, please? Big hot chocolate. And, and she looks at me funny, you know, and then, you know, they you, you pay at the counter, right? Do I step in front of her and, like, like kind of elbow her out of the way? Be like, no, I got this. <laughs> you know, right. and try to be a gentleman. Because, like, how I was how I was raised... Um, am I talking real fast, too? No, you're good. Okay. This is good. Okay, how I was raised is, is like, very old-fashioned. You know, I grew up in Montana, like, with my dad, right? He, you hold the door for women. Right. You you pay for the first few dates, at least, you know? Right. And then you just, you know, show, show them chivalry. You know, chivalry's, right. a, chivalry's a big deal, right? Well, chivalry isn't... You know, chivalry might not be dead yet, but it's definitely on life support, and women are just <laughs> tugging the cord. <laughs> right. They're just trying to kill it, because it's just... It's difficult. Like, I'll hold the door for a girl, you know, a big, strong-minded girl, and she'll go, yeah, I can hold the door for myself. You know, just little comments like that. 
just so you never date this girl again if they they do this stuff you're never this is it, it's it, over it terrifies me right. like I'm, I'm done like i'm out of my i'm out of my element once they say like little comments that make me uncomfortable i i like freeze up and right. i'm like not myself anymore i'm just right. like nervous like a nervous wreck you know right um and i some something always always ends up happening to me on first dates like you guys have heard of twerp right or like sadie hawkins yeah, the Sadie Hawkins dance. That's it's, like it's where dance. that's like where you bring the girl. The girl the, the brings girl you. Brings the, the, girl, I mean, the girl brings you, right? right? And she Begot. pays for everything, right? Twerp is like a Montana thing. It's it stands for the woman is required to pay, right? Oh, they should so, always. That should be a an always rule. Yeah, for every state. So I I take this or this girl takes me to Twerp, right? And okay. I'm all excited. She's a cute girl, you know. And uh, so we go to dinner, and she doesn't have any money. Right, like who 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 takes a guy to twerp and doesn't have? That's like me going to prom oh. and asking a chick to go to prom and going, uh, yeah, I forgot. You my gotta wallet. pay for the tickets. Can you grab this? Can you grab the dinner? <laughs> right. So so I have to pay for the entire meal, right? Which wasn't a big deal because we ate somewhere cheap and you know it was, it was poorly, right. poorly planned. But then we go to the dance and she she bought the tickets for the dance, you know. Right. Thank God, you know. And then we go she inside. did one thing right. Yeah, no, her mom like she got twenty bucks from her mom, I guess, like walking out the door, and that's how much a ticket. <laughs> she didn't buy him in advance; she just bought him at the door. Right. And so she's like, "Do you want to do you want to get pictures?" And I'm like, "Well, you don't have any money for pictures." She goes, "I don't." And I go, "Absolutely not." <laughs> you know, and it just kind of like, twerp. Yeah, it just kind of ruined my, uh, you know, just ruined my flow the whole night. So I did, I didn't really dance there at all anymore. All right. Well, what else? What else turns you off from first dates? I want to hear. I want to hear some other things. Okay. Well, Okay. Well, thing that thing that worries me is is you know do I do I go pick them up at their house right? But in LA, the girls are very sketchy about that because there's a lot of creepies out right. here. You know, especially of, when you meet them on Craigslist. Or yeah, or or MySpace. You know, because <laughs> MySpace is still still the hotness right. for me. You know, it's it's where I get half my dates. Um, Friendster for Ryan. So we meet them out, right? But let's say I do pick them up. Are they going to hate my my 2001 Honda Civic with the big dent on the front? You know, are they gonna <laughs> you know are they gonna expect me to pull up in a Bentley? It's L.A., you know? L.A. has so much pressure already. Right. And I have this, like, old Honda that barely runs and makes this, like, sound when I'm, like, driving it, you know? It's, right. like, shaking and stuff. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, am I impressing them right now? Like, do I have to get a It's detail? a vibrating car. They probably love you when they get out of that thing. Oh, it's terrible, right? <laughs> and then where do you, like, like let's say let's say we do a dinner, right? If I take right. him to Dollar Tacos at Don Antonio's, am I going to get a second date? Or do I got to take him to, like, Koi or, like... Right, you some know, real high end play- voyeur. Take him to Beso, you know. I think it's an in between. You're you're not gonna if you take him to like Cut, which is a great steakhouse. I think you're trying a little too hard, but you can't take. That him sounds to like, like a Chippendales bar, by the way. Can't. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really funny. It depends who you're dating. Uh, yeah, but then again, you also can't take him to like Coupon Night, you know. Right. So I think it's that fine in between. I mean. If it's coupon night, you better act really surprised. Like, oh, I completely forgot it was Wednesday. Just make, <laughs> just make up that didn't know it was dollar tacos. Yeah. Even though we go every and the waiter goes, "Hey Nate, how you doing?" I'm like, yeah. "Oh, wow, oh, you know my like, name. I've, I've oh. never been. That's really weird." Oh wow, did you get that from my re- my reservation? Uh, yeah, just that's uh, funny. What just else? Really uncomfortable. Okay, now is like is is expecting a kiss at the end of the night out of line? You know what I mean? And I'm not like, like let's, say, you? let's say the date it does. It, or you do like the weird side hug, the you know, hey, good to see you, right? Or you like shake the hand. I like that. That was a good Be- example, by the way. Because what if there's no like you do like you know pat on the back? Like what if there's no like chemistry? <laughs> pat on the back. I like that. You know what if there's no chemistry? You know, you just walk away. You're you like, really you're hate just, first dates. I do. It just it just gives me anxiety and gets me all worried. And then when do you end it? When do you end the first date? <laughs> right. Yeah. When do you end it? Like we're ta- we're sitting there talking, right? And then like we kind of like run out of things to talk about, and you're like looking up in the air. You know, and you're like just out of it, right? And you're right. Like, like, what's go- what's going on? When, like, okay, I gotta go. Sorry. And then you look like an ass, or you look like a jerk. Sorry, I had to censor myself there. That was pretty good. Um, you look like a jerk, and you're like, all right, you know, I got I got better things to do. You know, I gotta go. Right. You know, I, I don't know. It just gives me anxiety, and I just hate hate hate. Oh, story real quick. Sorry. 
Um, okay, so I went on a first date last week. This is why this is why I'm doing this topic. Okay, I went on a first date last week. Let's hear the story. And uh, I was really excited. Like I met this girl um, like last a couple Saturdays ago. Right, it was a really pretty girl. Ryan actually knew her friend, and it just was like an easy was an easy in for me there. Right, so we hit it off at this party, whatever we're talking, whatever. And so we decided to go on a coffee date on Wednesday. Right, Tuesday night. Like I'm nervous. Right, I'm so nervous because I haven't been on a first date in probably you know six months or so. And this is why, right. This is why I hate them. I'm nervous, and Ryan comes home, and Ryan, Ryan brings, brings a friend home. Well, because you guys are roommates, for those yes. who don't know. Okay, sorry, yeah. For those of you who don't know, me and, Ryan, me and Ryan live together. Yes, yes. So do you, do you want to start it off? And- oh, yeah. No, I had, a buddy, I had a buddy over from work, and we were chilling there, and I was going to tell Nate something, like an inside joke, and my phone was dead, so I was just trying to make him laugh. So I go, well, let me type this to you. And then well, Nate- so he, first of all, he grabs my phone. He goes, he goes, he goes, let me see it. And I go, I don't know. And he goes, trust me, dude. Trust me. That's the famous last words of a fool. Trust me. Dude. <laughs> like I had something trust great me, to man. tell. I go, I go, okay. So I hand it to him. And he picks the last box like on my phone that like I texted. Right. And, it, and it was her. It was like this girl, the girl that I went out with. Right. And as a typing pad, as like a blank memo. Yeah, it just has like a memo pad. On. And he wasn't going to send it, but he was just going to show it to me. Right. And so he meant to type so, but he types Keep it down, by the way. Keep it down. No, keep it he, he, he types ass and sends it to her. And it's like at 1230. Right. And we talked, you know, four hours before this. He sends ass to this girl that I'm trying to go on a first date with right. and make a good first impression from, right? And so I'm like freaking out. And I, I'm, I've never, I don't get mad at Ryan. If, if you guys know Ryan, he's very hard to get like, get upset at. And I am like yelling at him. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I hate first dates as it is. I got to make a good first impression. I send her ass <laughs> at 1230 before our first date. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And he's like trying to like make up for her. So he texts her friend and I text her. And moral of the story, it ended up being a great thing because it was a great icebreaker at the beginning so of the day. So he was date. right. He, well, no, he didn't mean to, but like... It he, ended up being right. It ended up being well, right. What ha- I was trying to type so to Nate, and for some reason, whatever I tried typing, I, it was unfamiliar. He's got that BlackBerry Touch, worst phone ever, but that's another Nate awesome. segment. Right. Awesome. So you have to like push it on the screen, and I tried hitting it, hitting it, hitting it, and um, all of a sudden... I went to hit delete, and instead of what Nate admitted, looks like delete is actually enter there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a backspace or like one of like the, yeah. know, like the square thing where it's right. like obviously like next okay. line. So listen, so, what, would, what, what would you do, Allison, if you got this text message? Oh, did you finish the story? I'm no, sorry. I would, no, no, no. I, well, I didn't, but I was just apologizing for picking up the mic again. I'll go back to it. Let's see what No, that's right. Because you guys have to share one. These guys, and Ryan and Allison have to share a mic while back. Nate's here. But Allison, what I want to know is if you got ass... <laughs> it's from Ryan. <laughs> Thinking it was from Nate, and uh, and you get asked Wait, from one of these guys. Was she sitting right next to you when she got the text message? No, no, no. This is before you went out. Yeah, yeah. This is the night before we were going on our date, and Ryan was just texting. He was just gonna like write a blank like. To but she wasn't me. over when this happened. No, 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 no. I just talked. The last thing I said to her was, "Sounds good. See you tomorrow." Oh, okay. And then five <laughs> hours later, she gets ass in her inbox from me, and it just. I was terrified, absolutely terrified. Oh, well, I wouldn't jump to conclusions. I'd probably write back and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was, well, I sent back, I'm so sorry, like Ryan was trying to text one of his friends and accidentally text your ass and it was a long story. I and, think it was uh, funny. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. It was very, very embarrassing and it was. That's funny. And well, at least it worked out at the end of the day. Now, wait, the, real quickly, do you actually, have you, have you talked to her again since then? Is this, is this growing? Is, a, is it a blossoming relationship, if you will? Okay. So this, this is, again, why I hate first dates, I guess, is, is another reason why I'm on this. We went, on, we went out to coffee, you know, midday. And most of the right. situations happened where we had to pay at the counter and I had to, like, step in front of him and be like, oh, no, I got this. And, like, try to be cool with my hot chocolate, you know? Right. Um, that is real cool, by the way. Oh man, like and the whipped cream was on my nose and stuff. It was super weird. suave. <laughs> so, um, 
so we went out or whatever, and it was it was uh, it was a good time. Like there wasn't like a huge spark, you know. Right. But I've never been on like a coffee date, so I don't know if you're supposed to have a spark like f- what two p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> like are we supposed to just like sparks flying to start making out in the middle of you know the coffee shop? The, the quick answer is yes. Right. That'd be the, that'd be the easy way out. But I you know I was like nervous, and I'm like okay, I don't know if it went well, you know. So I d- I decided like she's like going out of town for a week, and then I was going to take her out next right. weekend. And she's like, yeah, I'll just call you when I get back in town. I'm like, okay, cool. And I wasn't going to text her. Like, not at all. I'm like, all right, what, cool. Like, what's she- her name? Can we say it? Or is that weird? Um, in case she's listening. Her, her name's Jennifer. You know what? something real weird. What? We have Jennifer on the line right here to talk. No, I'm totally that'd be, joking. That'd I'm be totally, real funny. I'm totally kidding. Um, no, but so I, I wasn't going to text her. I was just going to wait till she gets back in town and text me. And then one of my female friends, uh, my female friend, Steph, just like goes off on me. And she's like, you haven't texted her? It's been four days. I'm like, yeah, she said she's going to call me and she gets back into town. It's like, no, I just think you're not interested now. And see, there's so much pressure. Right, there's all like, this pressure that's it's just, like... It's just terrible. Right, exactly. Well, I, I, I don't know. Allison, what do you think about this uh, whole thing? And then we'll I take a do. break. I do. All that stuff is just... Because there's, there's all these like unheard of rules. Like everybody has their own set of rules. Like you're supposed to text every day. You're supposed to call. Like if they say they're going to call and they don't, like you should call them or you shouldn't call them. You should play hard to get... It's like, I hate the game. I hate the whole game. It's terrible. I'm like, just like, if I feel like texting somebody, I'm going to text them. And I hope if they feel like texting or calling me, they should text or call me. End of story. True, true. Now, if you get good at first dates, is that a bad thing? Because you're going on so many first dates, you don't get a second one? And that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my thing. That's a great, that's a great, I like that. Is, that's is because, really funny. Because I'm terrible at first dates, that could be a good thing. Because I'm getting second and third dates, maybe. Right. Or just because I don't get dates. But, you know, either way. Well, this is good. I'm proud of you. I, I'm proud. Oh, thanks. That's, that's good. It scared me. It scared me. I wasn't ready for that. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're, no, we're happy for uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I like this segment. Well, thank you. I hope, you know, hopefully there's more to come. We'll see. Kyle didn't hate Nate hates. Good, good. Well, Nate, Nate loved Nate hates, so hopefully everybody else did. Yeah, hopefully everyone liked it. Well, that was good. I like that. Thank you for coming on, Nate. I feel like a mime over here. What? Like, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, it's good. It's right, Ryan. Why, because they, because they're sharing a mic. R- Ryan's like in the background, going like, "No, I agree with you." With his hands, it makes me feel good. He's like tapped me on the leg, and he's like, "Good job, bud. Like, good job." And he tapped me first. I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in his way." But he's like, "No, man, I was just telling you, good job." Like, oh, thanks, bud. Like, that's very nice. That's of you. great. Ryan, very like encouraging. This. Makes me feel good. All right, guys, listen. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with your favorite segment, possibly the number one segment of this show. You're listening to. Kyle Sherman Live. Hi, I'm Amber. Hey, I'm David. We're from New York City. And we love Kyle Live. Stand by for more Kyle Sherman. What the hell is that? Oh, it's rotten milk. Celebrity milk is just around the corner. like me you love music you love clothes listen you got to check out rock and roll t-shirts.com this website is awesome from bob dylan diana crawl to simon and garfunkel the site has everything when it comes to cool t-shirts and accessories all branded with legendary rock and roll names and picks let me check this out they even carry harmonicas played by bob dylan himself come on where else are you gonna find this stuff i actually just ordered a shirt from them last week it came fast it looks great it's pretty cool in fact, I should probably wear it on the show at some point. Listen, so go to rockandrolltshirts.com after this show and check out everything they have. Mugs, t-shirts, accessories, and more even. And if you use the code KYLELIVE on checkout, you'll get 10% off on your purchase. It's not a bad deal. Use the code KYLELIVE on checkout, you'll get 10% off. So head on over to rockandrolltshirts.com. That's rockandrolltshirts.com. 
go to kylelive.com kylelive.com to catch the Ustream Studio Cam. The time is right for a nice warm drink of celebrity milk. Utterly delicious news. Yeah, uh, we're starting to think that James Franco only stars in blockbusters like Pineapple Express, Spider-Man, and that little movie called Milk to finance his top-tier, seemingly never-ending education. Well, news is circulating that the genius-to-be who recently earned his Master's of Fine Arts at Columbia is seeking a PhD in English at Yale. Yeah, I should probably do that. I shouldn't. No, yeah, I don't. I'm a little behind. You stay away. <laughs> I'm still working on that bachelor's, but I'm getting it. I left early for the job. Oh, okay, that's good. I that, and we'll talk about this after the show. The Yale, the Yale uh, Herald's Bull blog writes: James Franco's manager Miles Levy wouldn't commit to Franco coming, but said Yale is his first choice. Our reputable sources within the English department tell us he'll be here starting in September. Though yucky Yaleys may see him around campus in the coming weeks for admitted students' events. Franco was on campus earlier this academic year for a Berkeley College Master's tea, causing a huge commotion. Oh, yeah. He's cool, this guy. James Franco, 31, is no stranger to dabbling. He's the face of Gucci fragrance for men, published a piece of short fiction in the month's Esquire magazine, and acted for a stint on General Hospital. Man, this guy's done everything. I bet he really did write that, too. I wasn't a ghostwriter there for that little short fiction piece. Also, he took an in-class nap at Columbia, which was funny. We'll post that pic on KyleLive.com after he the show. Also, I think he wrote a book, a children's book. Did he really? Am I making this up? I don't know. Well, I feel like I would have read it if he did. I'm kidding. I'm almost positive he wrote a children's book. Let me look at it. Let's up. find out. Kyle, in the meantime, can I ask you a question? What's that? Why did you read He's the Face of Gucci Fragrance for Men like it was no big deal? That's, you're just so casual. That's insulting to me. That's, that should have been in all caps. You should have shouted it. That's a life goal of He's mine. He's the face of Gucci Fragrance for Men. Can you guys believe this? Thank you. Or better yet, have you seen his Funny or Die? How would you read that? Gucky for Gucky. I haven't seen that. Okay, you I guys see, it, see him on Funny. Because that's something else. You know, not only does he star in Blockbusters, he likes to make fun of himself on Funny or Die. Nate showed me his videos just last night, and I had no idea we'd be talking about him. I really, 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 really want to see this video. We should post that too on there. Man, we're going to have a lot of videos on this I blog. I really, really, really. Part of my motivation to be successful is so I can go to Gucci and be like, just let me be the spokesperson. No, no, I'll pay you to be the spokesperson. Just don't yeah. tell anyone. That's good. I like that. So how would you read that, though? I just, I'm curious. Like, if you're, you're in front of the prompter. He's the face of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> he's the face of Gucci fragrance for men. Oh, no, just the fragrance? No, but he's okay. I thought he was all Gucci, too. I don't know. No, just the fragrance. No big deal. See, that's why I read it that way. Oh, okay. Never mind. You're right. <laughs> I'm wrong. Oh, man. Wait, I think I had that wrong. I think his mom wrote children's books, and he just says the short stories. No, his mom is a children's book. That's correct. Do you think like it is uh, it is admission counseling thing with Yale? They pulled up that picture of his nap at Columbia and explain this. That way, ask that again? Um, when he went to apply to Yale. Right. Oh, do, they sh- do you think they pulled that up? Like, okay, explain yourself. Right, explain yourself, James Frank. You want your PhD and you're napping in class? Exactly. Well, maybe she said, hey, I need a challenge. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Columbia was Just, easy. Exactly. That's so, really funny. Cool man, though. God, he's got it all. He started Spider-Man. He's going to Yale. He's facing Gucci. A little fun fact: I used to live in James Franco's old ha- James Franco's old house. Oh yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, we did the show. Two guys and a girl from mm-hmm. his house. Yeah. Wait, 
he was never there, was he? No. Oh, he used to live there in the. It was past. like two years before he sold it. Oh, I know that house. I was there, wasn't I? Yeah, you've been to. Yeah. yeah no kidding. He used to live there. Yeah, that's James Franco's house originally. Wow. Just in case you guys want the the video uh, the the. Uh, Hollywood video, I, I like, what was it? Younghollywood.com, the video that I hosted. That was at James Frankel's old house. Um, hey, Just what, FYI. If, what if you tried to get, you should have used that line like, hey, you girls want to come back to James Frankel's house? <laughs> <laughs> and they, you're not lying. Yeah, not at all. Oh, oh yeah, two years ago. I'm sorry, he moved out. But. <laughs> oh yeah, after they, after you give him a couple drinks at the house. Listen, actually, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't live there anymore. Actually, nobody lives but there But I actually anymore. said James Frankel's old uh-huh. house. I just said old real quick. Yeah. He didn't hear me. Wow, Rhino's freaking me out. Let's kick him out of here. I'm kidding. All right, now, have you, I don't know if you guys were on, on Twitter.com when this was a trending topic, but April Bieber, did you guys see that? It was a trending topic on Twitter. Twitter.com as opposed to what? Twitter.org. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yeah. That's their competitor. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, right now, April Bieber is trending as one of Google's top searches, but who is she? Well, her real name is April Fawn. She was a sophomore at Lakota East High School in Ohio and a huge fan of Justin Bieber. She had been excitedly planning to attend his concert in Cincinnati this June. However, her life was cut tragically short on March 29th after being struck by a school bus while attempting to cross the street in front of her home, the Dayton Daily News reports. This is really sad. Fawn, who was just a few days shy of her 16th birthday, was pronounced dead at the scene. Bieber commented publicly on Twitter saying, Life is a blessing and appreciation for our time here with each other is important. Rest in peace, April Bieber was the uh, hashtag, and that became a trending topic, which is mm. which is cool. So wow, that's so sad. You know, well, hey, and one, I mean, did did Justin know who she was before that? Because you know, not trying, it's hard to make light of the situation, but hey, you know, kind of her last going wish. Justin, Justin sent her a message. That's something sweet. To it is about. sweet. It is. You're right. Um, you know, Justin's a sweet kid. Justin was um, got exciting news for all you Beaver and Chelsea Lately fans. Justin actually stopped by today. I got to work with him for uh, oh, a wow. solid hour or so. And, uh, yeah, we have some surprises coming up in tomorrow's show for you with Justin. So, fun kid. Uh, so, tune in to Chelsea Lately tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Kid's busy. What's, what time is our show on? It's on at 11 o'clock. Thanks, Kyle. What, what time zone, by the way? Uh, 11. Any, it's always on at 11, wherever you are. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, and then it reruns. I shouldn't. I, I need to. I'm not going to give a false rerun time. I want to say one thirty, two thirty. Mine's blank right now. It's okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for asking me and setting me up to promote that. Do you remember Jesse James? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Team Jesse. You guys That's remember what Sandra's uh, saying right now? Who's that? Yeah. Totally. Yes, I do. Well, Jesse James has checked into a rehab facility in Arizona. Um, didn't Tiger check into a rehab facility in Arizona? Was that Arizona? I think it was Arizona. No, I think you might be right. It was Arizona. That Maybe it's tiger. the same one. Maybe Ooh. he's trying to be he's like fo- Tiger. He's following Tiger's footsteps. Yeah. Can't wait to see his release. Man. Hey, where, where did Tiger, uh, Ricky, where's... It's the, same it's the same rehab place? Okay, cool. Cool. Good work. Good work, everybody. In a statement, his rep said, Jesse, who's been accused of having multiple affairs while married to Sandra Bullock, has sought professional help to deal with personal issues. He realized that this time was crucial to help himself, help his family, and help save his marriage. Though the rep didn't specify what Jesse's being treated for, well, I think we can guess what that is. The facility, Sierra Tuscan, yep, that's correct, specializes in sex addiction as well as other disorders. Meanwhile, Radar Online reports that a fifth alleged mistress is gearing up to reveal herself. I hope that means uh, in the full. 
<laughs> the gossip site says the mystery woman has been consulting attorneys and PR the past few days. Why do they do this? Why do you want to be known as Jesse James's mistress? A homewrecker. I don't know. Just a, so they want stupid. a quick buck. They do they want, want to. They, they, yeah, they exactly. They want well, to sell their story to Star. Well, we th- we can't believe people that would come out and do this. So. We hope that's a very small percentage. If that's the case, think about how many others there are that are out here. Because listen, right. if five girls participated in this, not all five are going to come through. What would you put the odds of, of the amount of people that actually come and want to talk about it? Most Jeez, people have a scary. lot of dignity and not chat about it. Right. So it really gets scary thinking how many are there really out there. But you know, one, you know, one, two, three, or a hundred. It's still the same principle. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think Sandra is. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think she's probably made done. a decision, huh? Yeah, I'm pretty. No, sure she's she's, she's got to be. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe Elon will take a hint from her. Steven says, "I love that Sandra's keeping a low profile." I agree with that. I think she's doing a great job. Much, much, I guess, like Elon did, but uh, obviously, Sandra's a lot more in the spotlight as it is. Yeah, right. but she is. She's yeah, staying she, out. Well, you keep speaking of Elon. Uh, what's 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 she doing now, Kyle? Right? She made an important decision, didn't she? Well, uh, she told Tiger to take his Masters tournament and shove it. Radar Online reports that Elon told Tiger that she won't be going with him to the Masters next week. That's the big news there. She's reportedly furious at him, wouldn't surprise me, for returning to the link so soon. A source tells the gossip site, quote, she believes that Tiger just wants to play golf and not work on their marriage. And now she's questioning his sincerity. A source tells a gossip Come site. On. Let's see. That's like things get lost in that telephone game. Or a made-up person tells the gossip site. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The gossip the site drinks some whiskey, makes up a person, and tells themselves. Exactly. Um, shoot, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that or not. Nate's falling asleep Who over knows? here. But He's a real board. Yeah, who knows? He's you know, a real you know, board? You, have no, you know, it's kind of fun <laughs> to wonder, you know, how much do we have? What if they're... You know, I doubt, but they could be back in full force. And, you know, you wonder what, what is really true and what isn't. Because, you know, we've seen the situation where people have reported on, on friends of ours. And, you know, you see it firsthand. You know, it's, it's a blatant true. lie. It's I talked about this. Lie. I talked about this. So, when, I, when, I, when I worked uh, with The Simpsons, I saw that firsthand. People would make up stuff all the time. This was the most awesome family. I mean, the most beautiful, loving, caring family. Everything I'd read about them was a lie. I mean, literally, everything I read about them was a lie, mm-hmm. and I could not get over, and I, I, I seriously still cannot get over how much shit, excuse me, passes through as truths in these magazines. It's all made up. Mm-hmm. Seriously, not all of it, but a lot of it is. <laughs> yeah, a vast majority. Yeah, well, it's someone, all made up. Not someone in college did a, a master's thesis on how many sources were unsighted. And right, exactly. Unbelievable majority. I want to say something like 80 to 90% of sources were unsighted. It's horrible. And, and when they are sighted, you're usually paying someone $100,000 for their story. The juicier the story is, the more money they get. So do right. the math, you know? Exactly. So I don't know. I mean, hey. I'm just saying, it's, I don't like the source tells the gossip site. Do you guys think that, uh, that Tiger, Tiger is the favorite, as you guys know, all the right. Vegas? Do you guys think he's going to win? I'm rooting for him. To be honest with you, I, I, uh, well, you, know, you know a lot about golf, Allison. What do you think about this? Because is, is, is this being a head game, is Tiger screwed? Um, no, I think this is where he's going to do his best. This is what he loves is the pressure and um, all the eyes watching him. I think he does really well under the pressure. So I think it would just be a... It's going to be like the most watched 
golf tournament ever. I know I'll be tuning in. I don't watch golf typically. Huge rating, huge. Yeah. We should have golf. Gonna be, what, what day do they play on? It's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. and Sunday. Okay, so we'll have a lot but to talk about Saturday on the show and on Sunday. Friday. I mean, they'll only do they they'll only like follow the leaders mainly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, they'll be on Tiger the entire time. Yeah. To well, get a ticket would be amazing. But they talked about how, like, you have to be part of the community up there. And then also the tickets went from, like, normally $300 for the weekend or something. Not, it's not that cheap. To, like, $3,000. It was something ridiculous. Right. Insane. And also the media passes were given out before Tiger said he was going to do it. So that kept out a lot of the... You oh, know, I TMZs the riffraff. and right. like whatever exactly. that would want to be smart there. Smart move. That's a really classy move on, mm-hmm. on the Very smart. Is on he going to be able to get inside? I don't know. Well, they'll sneak in as another organization maybe. Yeah, you're right. Kyle and Live will be there. Story. Well, hey, you know what I was thinking? <laughs> a lot of people are going to watch this. Let's uh, pull up our money and done. let's buy an ad. <laughs> I got no. if, you guys, if you guys pay That's me back, great. it's no big deal. But you know oh what? I read something about the ad space. They can only, it's some, they only run like, Something like four minutes of ad space per hour or something ridiculous like that. Super because, low. So it's yeah. really expensive. And they've already filled it up. It's like the same thing. I, we'll I mean, have I a one second Kyle Sherman live ad yeah. on there. With like, Allison Tyler and Ryan You know what they should do? Yeah. They should have like a putt. And as the putt's tracked into the hole, they should cut to commercial. Oh, yeah. And then make and, you come back. Right. To see if it got in. Hey, how long until that happens? Dude, that's genius, by the way. Money, big money. That's a genius idea. You should, you should uh, patent it. <laughs> he, he, should, he could sneak in under the umbrella of NBC News. That's what Rhino says. Stephen Carrier asks, "What will this do uh, for Tiger's career if he loses? Dead and buried?" No, not at all. Mm. Not, no, no. I mean, he's, you know, I mean, he's Tiger Woods. This is this is a Masters. You know, as great as he is, winning is still a huge accomplishment. And um, no, he's, you know, he could perform horribly, and uh, I mean, he could perform. The worst, and I still don't think uh, by any means you could ever write Tiger Woods out. Okay. I like that. Good answer. Thank you. Well, Lindsay Lohan, she seems to be the talk of the town recently with her powered, powdered puff shoes. And uh, did you hear about the name? Yeah, we talked about that on Monday. It's crazy. He said he did. Sorry, I'm translating. doesn't have a mic. Oh, okay. okay. End Good. quote. Good. Check this out. Lindsay Lohan doesn't think that George Lopez is funny. Neither do I. Especially when she's the Second. butt of the joke. <laughs> you second that? Yeah, he competes. He's on at 11, too. Oh, man, I'm not a fan. He's not funny. On his late-night show, Lopez joked about the tabloid photo showing clowns of white powder coming from Lindsay's shoes, saying she must use baby powder to loosen her tight-fitting shoes. I disagree. I think she uses cocaine, by the way. (laughs) Infuriated, Lindsay headed to Twitter to chastise the talk show host. Thanks for the childish comment regarding baby powder in my shoes to loosen up the the leather. Don't you have kids, she added? You wouldn't want to hear about them, or would you? Act like a grown man and have some respect and dignity for yourself. I'm going to throw this in. Damn it. <laughs> Did you hear, uh, you added the D word. I'm going to add something else. Did you hear what's happening recently? No. George Lopez said, fine, I'll come on my show. Let's talk about it. Lindsay said, okay. She's going to be on yes! Lopez's show on Tuesday. Love that. that I a- don't. That's going to mean good ratings for him. Oh, no, but that's funny, though. Mm-hmm. It is. It's that actually TV. is going to actually help a show. Yeah, it will. You're right. It's going to be great. I'm not a fan. I've never, ever, ever, ever liked George Lopez. I just don't think he's that funny. He's never going to come on our show now, but I just don't really like him. Well, I invite him to come to our show. Well, we wouldn't go on his show. So, Did you really invite him on the, your show in the early days? No, but I should invite him right now, oh. saying, come talk to us about yeah, it. Like, I don't like you. Yeah, let's challenge him. Say, it worked for Lindsay. I don't have an opinion about him. 
Yeah. I honestly, I don't know really that much about him or never watched him. So Hungry for Danish asks, why does she last lash out at him and not the thousands of other sites and people? Why? Why? Why is he? Why is she singling out George Lopez? Do we have an answer? No. Because it's some. I don't know. Probably just because it's somebody that's saying something that she can respond to instead of this mass of people. It's kind of like, uh, it's like here's somebody that you can just quickly respond to. Right. That and makes sense. Listen, it's a smart move too. I mean, if she's getting to be a guest on that show, you know, Lindsay's career is not at the highest point. So uh, right. You know, any any type of press for her, she's just surviving off of any press. Right. So. Well, I also read that she. It was somebody quoted saying that. There's a better chance of Heidi Montag getting a role in a movie than Lindsay Lohan right now. Right. Just because, like, Lindsay, nobody wants to insure. Like, yeah, nobody wants to insure. Exactly. It's a liability. So they're saying Heidi Montag has a better chance, which that alone That's scary. should make Lindsay Lohan want to get her act together. Right. Okay, I'm going to butt in here and, and, and uh, give a little comment. Did you guys see how Lindsay Lohan is a hoarder? Have you guys oh, yeah. seen anything so, like that? On Nisi Nash? Wait, is she yeah, going to yeah. be on like A&E Hoarders or something? Well, I mean, she's probably going to be like on NBC Hoarders because it's Lindsay Lohan. She's not going to be on A&E with Cheryl <laughs> Fit. But you know what I mean? Right. Like she, like I, I saw like a little clip of it. Um, oh, and it's, no. It's like her Hollywood Hills home and it's just filled with garbage. And like, I mean, I'm sure it's like, you know, Gucci garbage, but it's still like. I saw that Nisi Nash did a thing. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I saw like oh, a okay. clip of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, but. my gosh. So she's actually a real hoarder. Yeah, well, suppose. I mean, well, it might I be mean, attention hoarding. I, but yeah, I think it might just attention be, hoarding. She just yeah, basically has a whole bunch of free stuff that's been given to her, right? And it's like literally, you. I, I don't feel sorry for it because you. And it's like piles and piles of shoes and racks and racks and of clothes. Right. And it's like, okay, really? <laughs> you want me to feel sorry for you? Wouldn't you I just don't. sell that? Like, if she's struggling for money, well, I would give it away would, to the poor. Like, I mean, well, yeah, she but, well, she had, does she that? still have that white Maserati from the porn director? I remember that. Didn't she like wreck it like after yeah, she got it? Of course she did. Yeah. So she probably has a couple cars, but I don't know. Just get rid of it. Do I mean, yeah. Simplify. If, if you Simplify don't, your if you life. Don't donate you know? it. Sell it. I mean, if, you, if you're struggling <laughs> for money, just put put on eBay. Lindsay Lohan shoes. I bet you they'll sell for a lot. Yeah. And then donate the proceeds to companies. Are yeah. gonna, those Hollywood no, Hills kids. She needs kids. to donate the, she needs, she needs to donate the proceeds to herself. <laughs> just Poor put it out in front of her house and those Hollywood Hills robbers will probably just come pick it up. Right. Yeah. The wild, the wild kids or whatever that show is called. Pretty wild. How's that doing, by the way? Pretty wild, honey. Is that is that doing all right? How the ratings on that show? It did great last night. Great. Okay. At wow. least the exec- executive producer of it wrote in Facebook ratings last night were capital G, capital R, capital E, capital A, capital T. Great. I just, now did the, the executive producer actually write those out like capital G, capital R, or was it just capitalized letters? No, good point. Imagine all the letters capitalized together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's what she said, and I liked it on Facebook. So I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I actually physically clicked a like. So yeah, so you recognize she, she she now recognizes that you appreciated that because you liked her posting. Exactly, I'm happy, and I know her, so I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> we just explained how like works on Facebook. So you're actually using a button to show her that you acknowledge her post and actually appreciate it. Yeah, because anymore we don't pick up the phone and say congratulations on the ratings. <laughs> you say like, okay, like it, or you just wow, yeah. seven other people like this. Yep, that's what I okay. Well, you, you, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this guy, Diddy. Is that, his, is that what he's going by now? Why does he keep changing Sean, everything? I don't know. Sean, Sean Combs. Diddy had a Hollywood-style run-in with cops early Friday morning. I don't know how early that was. After officials say the mogul broke the law right in the middle of Sunset Boulevard. According to law enforcement sources, Diddy was cited around 1.30 a.m. There's our time for pulling an illegal U... <laughs> 
an illegal Yui right in the middle of the strip, a major no-no around that part of the town. We're told the rap mogul was cooperative when the L.A. County Sheriff's Department approached Diddy's 2009 Cadillac Escalade. Really? 2009? You think he'd be driving a 2011 at this point. And after the cop wrote him up, Diddy was sent along his merry way. The incident marks Diddy's second run-in with the cops in the same exact place <laughs> in less than two years, but this time cops didn't bother to draw guns. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. How do you guys feel about the LAPD? Do you guys think that they're fair? Um, Are they harsher they, than they, other cities? If they gave him tickets, then I think they're fair. You know, we get we get jaywalking tickets here. Uh, well, Kyle, you know what's funny? Have you ever been, you're at a red light? And the guy behind you is beeping because you should go. But you're looking at him like, hey, buddy, there's people in the street. I'm not not paying attention. And then then the person behind him beeps and then you feel like an idiot. Um, But you know what I do now? Let's imagine you're on a huge, huge, huge street. And let's say 50 yards separates one end of it from the next. Did you know that if someone is crossing and they cross your side of the street and they're all the way across the other, other side, yet they're two steps away from the sidewalk and you make that turn, a police officer can give you a ticket for jaywalking. I said, all right, let's have some common sense. If any, if any police officer is going to do that to me, I feel like I could say, come on, man, are you, are you serious? Like, right. let's, let's just be real here for a minute um, and have a man-to-man conversation and talk how stupid and silly that is. Someone said, don't do it. Listen to me. They put up sting operations. They actually called it sting operations. And I've heard this with undercover cops. With undercover cops in the Santa Monica Promenade. And oh they my have gosh. them walk across the street. And they said, if you make that right turn before that person is on the other side of the lane, yet they are still one step from the sidewalk, they will pull you over and ticket you and they get everyone and rightfully so. So now it's so annoying because I sit there and I wait and all the people in my car look at me like I'm an idiot. All the people behind me look at me like I'm an idiot because I didn't know that. Right, so wait, so so the person who's actually, so this is if you're at a crosswalk yep. and they're allowed to go, they have, you, you just can't make that turn until their, their feet are on the sidewalk. Correct. If they, As long as they have the walking, yes. As long, if, until their feet are on the sidewalk, even if they are 50 yards away from you. Okay. On the sidewalk. And then if you're now the other uh, side of things is you need to make sure that if you're a pedestrian that you're actually crossing the street in L.A. on the actual crosswalk, probably, yes, because if you don't, you're going to get a jaywalking ticket. And that happens. You know, Hunter yeah. got one. Diddy from jaywalking. Yeah, I see. We talked about the show last year. Then I've been threatening that for probably because I used to do it in college. I do it out here. And I said, you know what? OK, let me get my first ticket and then I'll stop. Right. But, you know, I feel like overall my experience with the officers in L.A. Have, has been pleasant and they've been real about it like we've got bigger problems you know they're okay. really nice i have like i listen Very. i speed out here yeah. like not you know not you know long, uh, the flow of traffic i speed but the point is out here they're not going to pull you over for that like they do in other cities because they have bigger fish to fry like the murders you know down in the middle of hollywood and stuff and i've had you know i was with someone who didn't have his proof of insurance and they go they go oh, just come on man you know they they didn't have their proof of insurance and um, they simply looked at the other driver. They said, listen, this guy's got a nice $60,000 BMW. He's got insurance, all right? Just trust him for it. Right. The officer said to the person that they got in the accident, um, the, there, were two, there was an accident, someone that was my party, and there was another party. And uh, the officer basically just said to my party, who didn't have their insurance, listen, let's just trust this guy. He's got a really nice car. No one would not <laughs> have so a car like, without insurance. It's so L.A. Listen, he dry, there's Nate's hates first dates. You got to pull up in the Bentley. <laughs> He has a nice car. You know he's got insurance. What do you have to say about this, Allison? Uh, Tim got a jaywalking ticket. Did he really? In San Francisco. No. And he didn't pay it. And he got a warrant for his arrest. 
sent to him. Genius. So wait, did he have to go? Did he did he like go into court to like? Yeah, I think he had to, but he still kept the the paper that said like a warrant. There's a warrant out for your arrest for because of jaywalking. Yes, dude, that's that that's really weird. Yeah. What? Have you guys ever got those fix it tickets? I've never yes, gotten one. I okay. have gotten. I one. got one of those for a tail light. It was like a a dollar fifty tail light, right? And the officer that pulled me over, because you know, I come from, I'm not from here at all. Right. We don't get fix it, t- fix it tickets. They, the the officer will just go, hey, fix it, and you know, be on your right. way or whatever. Exactly. Here they write you a ticket, and it's like you have to pay it within, or you have to fix it and show proof within like sixty days or whatever. And I could have sworn the officer said, mail in proof that you fixed it. So what I did is I bought the part, and <laughs> mailed in a receipt <laughs> with a ten dollar check. <laughs> is that is that dumb? Like I thought that was I thought that was doing the right thing. Four months later, I get a thing that says you owe eight hundred dollars, or else you're, you know, there's oh, a warrant why? and like eight hundred dollars bail to keep me out of jail for a dollar fifty taillight. I was, so, I get to call my dad. I'm like, Dad, I need like, I need like eight hundred bucks, you know. Well, so my dad had sent me the money, and he's like, Why couldn't you just get a fix? I go, I did, and I sent a check for ten bucks and and the taillight receipt. That was enough. I sent it to the courthouse. Now you have to go wait, into wait, court. But wait a second. Oh, yeah. Now I got to go into court and wait, pay. Wait, why didn't they? process that that seems totally right to me because you have to go and show an officer that your taillight works like you, oh, have, to, you have to physically man. you have to physically drive to the courthouse set an appointment and they have to come out and you have to tap your brakes and show that oh, your taillights light up ticket is that yeah. horrible oh yeah and i got a, i got one for my uh my windshield too so i got that fixed immediately yeah because I, I tried to keep my kentucky license plate and license as long as i could because insur- insurance is cheaper and then when i finally had i got a fix it ticket like okay you've had like so many parking tickets here in LA like you've right. been here for a couple of years I'm pretty sure you live here you need to register your car in California and I had to fix a ticket and you have to go in and show your registration and stuff like that or you will I've heard people they'd get like something in the mail like okay now you owe $900 and you're gonna get arrested if you don't come in here and show it's terrible like my heart dropped I still have my Montana plates by the way like Mon- Do you really yeah Montana sent I just me- changed my Illinois plates by the way to California like I, I, I figured like after it expired I'd have to get California but the state of Montana still sends me the thing in the mail to my you to my Los lucky. Angeles address and it's like 120 bucks or something stupid and then not something stupid but 120 bucks right. compared to like the smog check and all the like the stuff you have to do out here. All I have to do is send a check and they right. send me my stickers and they still send it to my LA address, which I thought was kind of well, here, here's, funny. Well, here's Stephen Carrier <laughs> ha- had a, a ticket. He lives in New York. Or maybe he doesn't live in New York. I don't know. He said, in New York, you can't talk on your cell phone and they have upped it to you cannot hold your phone in your hand. He got a ticket for holding his phone at an intersection. Smart because I'm guilty of this, but drives me nuts you see people who won't put the phone to their ear but they'll put it to their chin that's what i do and it's like and i do the same thing it's like oh my guys there's no difference it defeats the entire purpose but here's my thing if you know i love how oprah i made a promise uh, i made a promise to my dad that i would not text and drive and sometimes i forget nate helps me with that and now i'm getting really good and actually, our buddy, I, I got on our, one of our buddies, too, uh, Jason, about the same thing. And he told me, he goes, you know, now every time I go to text, I actually think about your dad. And I don't do it. And um, Douglas it, is affecting people yeah, out here in Los great? Angeles it's right now. It's such a serious concern, though, because they, Oprah's having this cause now. She's bringing it up to light on her yeah, show. Yeah, the Oprah thing, yeah. And they're saying it's more dangerous than drunken driving. You know what? Heck, yeah, I'd buy that in a second. Because when you're drinking and driving, you're really playing, probably really, really focusing. <laughs> right. Although it might not be good for you. texting, you are not paying attention at all. Right. The only thing worse than that holding your hand like that is texting while driving. So I think that uh, right. I think it all needs to get put out. You talking your phone while you drive, Allison? I have an earpiece. I want to get a Bluetooth earpiece. Well, mine's not Bluetooth. <laughs> mine's you have the like, old school. But I like, like that. I like that. And I just press call and then I 
I actually put my phone up on like the dash thing so I get better service. All right. At least I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really know if that really works. Well, listen, guys, uh, we want to announce right now. I'm going to put this this bed back on here for you guys to make it sound cool. We're going to announce right now the winner of the beauty bag from Beauty Collection. It is Twitter name at Meg Sick. Congratulations. Congratulations, Meg Sick. Here's what you got to do if you want this bag. Good job to everybody who retweeted that, by the way. That was like a two week long thing, I believe, or a week and a half or something. At Meg Sick, here's what you got to do email. Actually, you could DM, I guess. We got to follow you first of you can direct message us. But we'll, uh, how do we do this? We'll have the Kyle Live. Well, Kyle Live will follow you. And then you DM Kyle Live after. Can you can you do that real quick? Let's follow Meg Sick. Ricky's going to follow you right now on our Kyle Live account. And then what you have to do is DM us your address and stuff. And we'll send you the beauty bag from Beauty Collection. Uh, good job, Meg. Congratulations. Um, I wonder if Nate uses Bluetooth. That's what somebody's asking. <laughs> I uh, I got these like these BlackBerry headphones that came with my phone, so I just do that because I yeah, feel I feel less I, I feel less toolish with the headphones in than like the Bluetooth with like the flashing blue light. I don't know. I just feel I feel I feel better like that. I don't know if that's a weird weird thing, but I'd rather have headphones than a like a thing sticking out of my ear. Mm. I don't know. You don't look as douchey then. I, I, I mean, like, like so I hate when I like I pull up to a drive-through. I was testing Kathy's new Bluetooth out, and it was in my right ear, and I was like talking on the phone while I was at the drive-through, but they couldn't see that I was on the phone because my other ear was blank, like facing them. Like there was nothing in it; it was empty. Yeah, and I, and so like, they got real pissed because they were like so confused. I was like, "Yep, yep, hold on a second. And the guy's like, "Okay, no wait, uh, gonna get it." It was anyway. And then you f- I feel like a dork if I was just like, "Wait, hold on, <laughs> let me let me mute it." Boop. And you like push your ear all tooly, like you know what I mean. This way, like you can yeah. see them talking into the like the speaker, and you're like, oh, wait, hold on one sec, you know. You don't have to. Okay, hold on. Okay, now go. Now it's your turn to speak. Okay, hold on. Boop. Boop. I don't know. It's just annoying. I like that. Nothing worse than thinking someone's talking to you. I know, and then and then hey, you find out. Yeah, they did a great commercial about that. There's been a quite a few. That that Keystone Light one was was my favorite. He's like, oh hey, oh god, and he like does it twice. <laughs> Wait, the Keystone Light commercial? Yeah, like I didn't the guy, see that one. Like, like this this really hot chick is like talking, and he's like, "Oh no, go ahead!" And she kind of goes, oh, "Hold on." <laughs> she clicks and like clicks and like looks at him, and it's like the same situation I was talking about. <laughs> and he kind of just goes, oh, and, like ducks his head or whatever. Right. And then like later, he's in line behind her, and she goes, "Sorry about that." He goes, "Yeah, it was just a confusing thing." She goes, "Hold on, what?" <laughs> yeah. And like turns again. It's just it's really that's a funny really commercial. funny. That's amazing. All right, guys. Uh, Listen, we appreciate you guys tuning in as usual. Uh, we love you. Well, maybe we'll do a few minute after show today with everybody. We'll sit down and answer questions. And I think maybe we'll actually post this one. We'll consider it. We'll sell it for twenty dollars to people who haven't listened to it. I'm kidding. But we need to make we need to make some cash on the show so we can buy another microphone. Yeah. For, for, for for guests. We'll figure out how we can do that. Uh, listen, you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Kyle Live is our Twitter account for show alerts and more. Twitter.com slash Kyle Sherman is my Twitter account. You can follow Ryan Bassford pretty easily. Well, I think we know his by now. And <laughs> no good. We know you want more followers, Ryan. I'm just kidding. You guys know it. Ryan Bassford. R-Y-A-N-D-A-S-F-O-R-D. I couldn't pass it up. There he goes. There he goes. Waiting for that. And we have Miss Allison Tyler. Allison M. Tyler. Don't forget the M. And Nate, I know you really care about your followers. I'm so much like Ryan. It's unreal. Um, It's N. 
K R E I T E R. Me and Ryan have a little competition. He takes it more seriously than me. All right. Well, listen, we're going to do Nate Hates every Wednesday until it gets real old, until Nate runs out of things to hate, which will never happen, by the way. Kyle will probably have to kick me off before he runs out of things to hate. Yeah, I'm going to kick him off at some point. Be ready for that. These better be good. Man, (laughs) I hope so. Seriously. All right. Listen, guys, stick around for a few minutes and we'll, uh, we'll do a little after show for you guys. All right. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. This has been another episode of Kyle Sherman Live. And we're sorry. Head to KyleLive.com for old episodes and more.